What's up, everybody, and welcome to Flagrant 2 No Easy Buckets Analysis by Assholes Water Cooler Commentary for Your Sports Needs. I'm here. Uh, I'm Andrew Schultz, by the way. I'm here with Akash Singh. I'm here with Real Life Cast. I'm also here with Alex Media. Alex was upset that I didn't introduce I him last upset. week. I introduced that man, bro. Nah, I was upset at him. I was upset. We were Why? beefing. We were beefing for a day. Lover's quarrel? A little lover's quarrel. It's all good. <laughs> it was it was I need to come too. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> but um, we do have a very big issue that we have to open a show with. Um, something that's become... Um, it's basically... come. I've become privy to. And... Um, Oh, we I need to like we need to have a little bit of an intervention. Oh gosh, with Akash Singh. With Akash oh, Singh. Okay, really? okay. We need to have a. Little, I know, I know. Oh, where that I was coming from. We need to have a little. As long as not on me, I'm good with that. I don't know what it is. As long as <laughs> I'm not the one getting the fucking the intervention. <laughs> we need to have. I'm with it today, boy. Little, little intervention. Because we need to have intervention. What's your nervous? Listen, on that, on that. Listen, that same energy. Alex is on the way. Is your phone on by the way? It is. Um, because I'm gonna I'm gonna drop you a little something. Okay. Um, I just need that but, same energy kept. Oh, oh kept for if me. If there's one thing you know Every about <laughs> Andrew Schultz, it's the energy gonna stay the same. Ah, this is gonna okay? be great. It's San Diego over here. We don't switch temperatures. Okay, ain't no seasons oh, with Andrew man. Schultz. I have, I have no idea. We, we okay. So we got we got you got what I just sent yeah, you. you we got we got yeah. I'd like you to get it ready to be pulled up. Okay. So. It's come to my attention, right? It's come to my attention. <laughs> I like what it is. I think, put it this way: we need to we need to take a look at this alleged uh, apartment in Secaucus. Hold on, let me make sure. I think let me make sure this chair is. Let me make sure this chair is because this alleged apartment in Secaucus uh-huh. might be a, whatever <laughs> might be a little bit bigger than we had thought, ladies and oh, gentlemen. Okay. It no, might be more than a, it might be more than just an apartment. Because ever since Akash has uh, taken over the the merchandising portion of mm. Flagrant Two, it's mm. become a global phenomenon. Has it? <laughs> has it become a global phenomenon? I think it just might have turned into. I'm stalling so Alex can get the picture up. You know, you a know, my- global phenomenon. It's still How going. Much much How much Alex got there. <laughs> Damn. You know what? You know what, what, what? The only reason uh, I went in early is because Alex gave me the nod, like he had it lined up. <laughs> he had the gun cocked. He was like, "Just say the fucking word, son. Just say the word." Anyway, basically, what I'm trying to say is, Akash, Akash gets Akash, Akash handling the merchandise. I think he's doing a great job and everything mm. like that. I'm trusting. It's my loyal friend. And yo. Yo, hold yo. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, he's doing this excitement gambit so that we can all get excited. Like, oh yeah, India, they're taking our shit and replicating is bougie, it's whatever. Not bougie, it's uh, whatever, it's fake, you know? Here's what I'm learning. At first, first of all, the first, what you guys are not looking at because you're not watching the YouTube, but you can at youtube.com slash the Andrew Schultz, was flagrant two merchandise in India. Now, the first time we had someone reach out to us about this, right? I assume that someone bought a flagrant two red hoodie and put it put it in, in an store. urban outfitters. Yeah. Leave that for a second. I know you didn't, but mm. I, I assume that you weren't ripping all of us off, right? <laughs> with global merchandising <laughs> right. deals. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I get this DM, mm-hmm. okay, from mm. a nice gentleman that lives in India, 
asshole. Ugh, Respect gosh. to you. I'm disgusted. I am. <laughs> I am <laughs> deranged. I am deranged. I see a gray flagrant two hoodie. Ugh. Okay. And they're selling it in Mumbai, Maharashtra. That was good pronunciation. That was a good, that was a good attempt. Do you know where they're selling this uh, piece of merchandise? You know what deal you struck up, Akash? Of course you do. Hmm. Where are they selling this? Shoppers Mart. What is it called? <laughs> Shoppers. I'm going to get the exact shit out. Uh, that was like how I down. pulled up the picture just that, Yeah, exactly. I was a little hesitant. Shoppers Stop. Which is essentially India's Macy's. Really? This is not really? an off-market. This so, is not an off-market. This is not a one-stop shop. It's not a flat bush where somebody's making fake Gucci bags. This is the Macy's of India. It's all over this country. Two billion people. They're selling our fucking flagrant two hoodies. Akash is undercut a deal. He's getting fucking rupees for every single one of them. Listen, He's got a goddamn mansion and fucking sea caucus. I've had enough of it. Yo, listen. I've had enough. I thought, I thought my check was a little, little light this month. I was looking at this shit. Like, no, yo, you shouldn't even get a check. Yo, su- suck it. First of all, <laughs> Nate, three pieces wasn't... of merch we got, Cass. This logo. You wouldn't even know this is bootleg. First off, first off, as a young December man, 2018. as a young man who has frequented Canal Street back in my day a lot, I could spot a bootleg from a mile away. First oh, off, the logo is all off-center. It's fucking small. There's I'm not, so hype there's right this now. shit over here. The fucking neck is all stretched and weird, Wait, weird okay, looking. Okay, guys, back up. We're not going to talk about what the what the merch is, whether it's good, whether no, it's no, bad. No. Well, we need to get to the bottom. I just want to know what your cut was. I want to know what this deal <laughs> that you've. I want to know the deal that you made. I don't know. I want to know what we're missing out on. Okay. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. Shout out to you for getting us in Indian Macy's. Get your side money. Hold on. Get your when side you money, say, bro. Us. <laughs> well, see. How how exactly do you use us? Because I look at us like nosotros, and this is seeming very usted. Okay? This is seeming all you. What the fuck you talking about, man? Speaking Maharashtra. <laughs> okay? Listen. Can we have a really serious moment? Serious, serious nah, but conversation. Am I Indian enough to have a bootleg? If I'm not Indian enough to figure out any of the tech issues we have. <laughs> he makes a good point. He makes it very good. He is, also, he is so one off-brand right fucking Indian. Because just be, it don't matter if it's a chain. They're still going to sell bootleg shit. That's how India works. India, a bootleg-ass country. That's just what we be doing. I'm so hyped because the first time I was in Gujarat. You don't know this about Gujaratis. No other Indians like them. We're it's, disgusted by it's them. It's Gujarati. They're like, they're, <laughs> they're like our Jews. Everybody pretends they like them. Nobody really does. Right, right. Mumbai popping, bro. Yeah. I'm in Mumbai in February. I'm going to buy this fucking hoodie. How Tell me where it's at. convenient. It is kind of convenient to me. <laughs> it is wild that you're going to Mumbai. I, I would just like, let, let's touch Man, on that. Thank you for bringing away. that up, Alex. Yeah, because yeah, please, please. Akash tells me that he's going to be away in, I believe, March, right? Right? February, March? February, February. He's like, I have to go away for three weeks. So that's mad smart, son. First of all, you have to go away in three weeks. They've been selling these hoodies for, I don't know, maybe a quarter. Maybe you're going to collect your collect quarterly, earnings. quarterly, quarterly <laughs> earnings. I think we got a fucking problem right Andrew, now. I, got, I, gotta keep I it think real we with got you. a fucking problem. Andrew, I got oh, ke- to keep it real with you. When you said we we're going to have an intervention, I thought it was going to be like something like very, like, you know, that we could get on our cost for. Like, as a man who just admires hustlers, I'm not even mad. I I'm fuck like, with that shit. Oh, I'm, like, I'm disappointed I didn't really do this. <laughs> I'm like, yo, 
Can I? Can you at least give me credit though for if I was gonna steal merch, I would just fucking have Paul ship it to India. You know I, what I mean? Like I, I could get real bootleg merch. That's something a hustle would Why would, would you say. have <laughs> an American make merch when you could have an Indian make the merch? For mm. a half a price. At a fraction of the price. That's something a hustler would say, though. Frankly, I'm shocked we're still using Paul. When you've got these <laughs> fucking Indians that are sewing this shit together for three Gujaratis a day. And put it in their Macy's and shit. <laughs> we're in fucking Macy's. Can I tell you something about our American merch side? Mm-hmm. Not in Macy's. <laughs> Bro, is that a little India. annoyed? In is anybody else a little annoyed about that? So we pop it in India. I'm bro. not even there, yeah, bro. First of all, Andrew, the I was already cut to... out the middleman, motherfucker. He wouldn't even let us in Macy's if they came to our door. He said, "Nah, they could buy it at YouTube.com." <laughs> Fuck out of here! Fuck out of here! I just don't like big corporations, the industry, blah blah blah. blah. When I say I didn't like big corporations, I fuck with big corporations. I just don't like the industry because they don't like. Me. I'm so hyped. We in Mumbai. Mumbai, the dopest city in India. We out here, man. We doing it. This is so fucking dope. No, I was so I'm ready a cop to be, a bootleg hoodie. I was so ready to be mad at you. This is fucking awesome. Bro. I'm, yeah. I'm coming back. I don't like this one bit. Hoodie. I don't like how you guys have rallied behind the guy that's stealing my money. It's disgusting. <laughs> I mean, they can step it's up the quality disgusting. of the hoodie at least, bro. Like, if you're gonna get, obviously is, goes. I'll send you know, them better hoodies if you guys want. I can do that. I could reach out to these guys. No, but you know it's so dope. What's He's gonna be performing over there, and it's gonna be so. Many flagrant two yeah, hoodies in the crowd. Nobody bro. can know that. Yo, that's so dope. Two hoodies, my G. Like he's gonna. My God, goddamn. You know what you need to do? You go and bring a box over there. You throw them shits in the crowd. They're gonna think it's like fucking babe hoodies and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, in like old, so they're gonna be going crazy. Bait. Like Supreme hoodies over there. Though. You know what's like, funny is if I went to the store and I was like, "Listen, I this is my company. I could give you guys hoodies." And they're whatever four dollars, and they'll be like, "Nah, we'll make this for three fifty-eight. We'll just keep the fake." There's no way they're spending an extra forty-two cents. There's no chance. <laughs> I'm so hype. <laughs> I'm so hype. Not mad, bro. You don't know how much Not I mad. feel like I made it. Bootleg shit in India is the real shit. You gotta respect the hustle. Oh, I'm so hype. God damn. I like it. I'm not, I'm not mad, bro. <laughs> I'm on board. I am on board, so. Yo, keep hustling, Fuck, bro. I'm so hyped, dog. <laughs> First of all, if I was doing this, you're welcome. He's like, you're like the Indian Virgil, bro. You <laughs> 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 just take shit people are already doing and just slap it on. Virgin. <laughs> you're Virgin Abloh. <laughs> Virgin Abloh. <laughs> he literally is off white. <laughs> I'm so hyped about this. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so funny while we get fucked in the ass by this Indian. <laughs> I just taught him how to have sex last week. This week is already fucking us all. <laughs> speaking, speaking of that. Was oh that the my. Patreon? Te- was that the Patreon? That was the Patreon. Son, Patreon. I gave. Yo. Oh, my God. Thank you, Andrew. Son, oh, I dropped you, a, a sex move. <laughs> Yo, this is real talk. Lady assholes, all of y'all are listening. Mm. There's a lot of them. And there's a lot of y'all out there. Mm. I dropped a sex move that is guaranteed orgasms for y'all. Not one, multiple. Mm. Alex, how many first time trying did she have? Three. First time trying. Whoa. Yeah. First time trying. Yeah. Three. Okay. Yeah. That's, That's my whole relationship. Son, stop lying. <laughs> no. That's four. <laughs> no. It's three more than my whole relationship. <laughs> That's four more. <laughs> Your bitch in debt. Sorry. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> she <laughs> negative. <laughs> no, my girl from Philly, so she's cool with. I mean, maybe not a white dude, but I be teasing her like, bitch, and then she gets it. Yeah, but you care. allowed to call your girl, bitch. I'm, I ain't gonna call your You're, girl, bitch. Whatever. I wouldn't call your girl, bitch. No, 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 I know. Um, anyway, I mean, if you let me call that, bitch, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, no, I, I like girl, it. Hey, I like bro. it. I, I like try it. to respect, but <laughs> these bitches need to be told. These bitches, but. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Um, shit. How much money that bitch getting uh, from our hoodies? How much? They find first class. Uh, Mumbai, no disrespect, Akash's girl, but I don't even talk to her by her name. Her name is Akash's girl. So you know your your girl's name was in my phone is Andrew's wife. Yeah, we don't. First of all, I never put any girl friend. Of, I don't put any of my friends' girlfriends' number together. in my phone. We lived together for yeah. however long, and yeah. it was literally like two weeks before we moved. I was locked out, and I was like, Andrew, I need your girl number. That's loyalty right there. Mm. You got a velvet do rag, son? Yeah, it's velvet, bro. Son. Vince Pan, bro. That's I'm not, not gonna lie. That's, that's for this weather, son. For this weather, you kind of need that. The Bow Wow one was uh, red. This is, oh. this is just black. This is just, you know. Whatever. This is the coldest nice day in New York in years. <laughs> Don't switch the topic. Bro, you, <laughs> you know who's not cold? These motherfuckers wearing our hoodies in Mumbai. Yeah. That's who's not cold. No, they're not. Yeah, Yo, they're not. They're very warm. I wish I was flying, man. I do. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, so we got to get to the bottom of Shopper Smart. When you go in there, just ask them who, what idea it was. I'm gonna ask them. I'm gonna go see how they. Do, what is this shop. to them? Some shit. They had to have like had a conversation about. Oh, it. They real had to quick. Have, like, Sorry, guys. Just go back to this sex move. Right. <laughs> we gave it away on the Patreon. Some. Alex tells me afterwards. You say verbatim what you said to me. Well, he goes just to set you yeah. up because we spoke a lot about it. But he goes, "You shouldn't have given that away. You shouldn't have given that away." Mm. Now, this and this is to all the lady assholes listening. This is why y'all don't come. Because you should know that this exists. Mm. How do you ladies not know that this exists? This should be your go-to fucking move. Every single time. This is my guarantee. How do you discover it? Laziness. <laughs> <laughs> Literally like all great Damn, discoveries. I really, Laziness, don't, I really don't want you to give it up. So. I, I don't like... I don't want to be selfish to the assholes, but... If you give it up, son, you have to name it. It's on the Patreon. Oh, it's you have to name it just so the show. So I can claim it. So you can claim it. It's like my shooting star. Exactly. Or not shooting star. What are those things? Like a comet. It's a comet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or even fucking a hurricane or some shit. Like with a hurricane. Bro, I'm telling you. Oh my god. It's it's one of those things where like a girl will be like having sex with me and like she'll be trying to do her thing. And then, like, I'll try to put her in it, mm-hmm. and then she'll be like, "No, I won't do it like this." I'm like, "All right, bitch, whatever." <laughs> However long you want to wait until you nut, just you let me know when you're ready to come. Mm. And then, boom! How long did it take her? Tough. Let me guess. Let me guess. Can I guess? <laughs> yeah. From when it started, may okay. I guess? Yeah. Forty seconds. You probably very accurate. Now and then the crazy part. The crazy part. Soaking. Soaking. Yeah. So that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So that afterwards, it sounds like. Like sound a, like you cleaning like, the prison floor. No, it sounds like a fucking stopped up toilet and you're using the plunger <laughs> shit. <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. So we hit. Yeah. So she's going through fucking convulsions and shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, their legs shake afterwards. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. And then we waited like 30 seconds. Son, less than 30 seconds for the next Oh, that's son. the thing. That's once they start, shit is once they start it, son, once they start it, it just keeps rolling. Once the ball rolls, it just keeps on going. That's so the thing. She but tapped Alex, out after the third. Of course she's going to tap out. <laughs> and then she's going to want more. But that's going to be the position. And the great thing about this for me was always like, it was just like, you got to get off so I can have fun. Mm-hmm. But Alex is saying to me, 
he, what Alex said to me is, you can't let that shit get out there in the world. And on some level, it is my sexual competitive advantage. Like, right. if you want to yeah. be a hoe, like, I'm out here hoeing, right? <laughs> but I'm allowed to hoe because you come three times. This is true. This is true. If you're not coming three times or everybody else, if these guys, you know, taking you out to dinner, taking you to fucking uh, Broadway plays, you know, you guys are going to Hamilton and he makes you come three times. And I'm like, do you want to meet at, <laughs> you know, ampersand and have a Guinness? That's not as sexy. It's not. It's not. That My competitive advantage was this orgasm shit. I'm mad it's been two years you just now told me about this shit. I think I tried. I think I I tried on an old episode. Anyway, Alex has said to me, he goes, we need to keep this tight. Yeah. This is by far the best advertising we've ever done for the Patreon, by the way. (laughs) 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 If you didn't see last week's episode. the cheat code. (laughs) This is the week to do it. Alex Alex called it. Alex called (laughs) Alex said, Alex said, said, bro, you hit me with the game genie. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, I gotta try that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Suck cast. I gotta give it a shot, yo. I'm giving it a shot this week. But what what baffles my mind is that women could not have discovered this already. Like, we've, men, we've reached every single inch of the sexual universe, Mm. right? Like, you can find every single type of porn, every different slight little kink that could get ourselves off. We even found out you could get off by putting shit in our ass. Yeah. That there's a way to make guys come. You've heard about this, right? A woman knew that, though. I, that that's a myth in my opinion. But I that, feel like uh, women discover that for men by trying to. Fam, that's gay dudes have been. Yeah. Dude, that's gay yeah, guys. Yeah. Gay guys discover. But that. women have. I feel like women gay have doctors. more friends with gay dudes what? than gay dudes have with gay dudes. Women have more friends with gay dudes than like, gay. Like oh, a woman is more likely to find out from a gay dude than I am to find out from a gay dude about that. You understand yes, what I'm absolutely. Now I understand yeah. what you're saying. Yes, 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 yes. It's like uh, like my friend always says. He goes, uh, all the 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 chicks that work at um, hair cutting salons okay. are all whores. Yeah, and it's because they hang out with gay dudes all the time, and like yeah. gay dudes know all the crazy sexual shit <laughs> because they're dudes that actually get to fuck. Yeah, <laughs> right. We have to wait for women to want to. Yes, until you learn this position. Anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Let's let's move on. Um, there's a lot for us to talk about today. A lot for us to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, we want. We were going to have a guest, uh, Chris DiStefano on, Chrissy D, very funny comic, buddy of ours. Um, he couldn't make it. He had a little family issue, but we're uh, wishing you well, hoping everything's good. And he's going to come back for another. coming out this week. It, it was out. It, it came, it came out, out yeah. And I think size you can, 38 Waist. Size yeah. 38 Waist. I think you can watch it on digital. Chris mm-hmm. is a very funny motherfucker. Super I support him. Yeah. And um, Just rapid fire punchlines, man. Funny, so So funny, funny so likable, and like... Again, I don't like shout out tons of comedians, but I really like Chris. I think he's a genuinely very funny guy. He's going to be coming back on. So we look forward to having there. We got so much playoff stuff to touch, touch, touch on. We have so many things to talk I'm very excited for this episode. Yeah, me we too. We got the whole fucking crew here. Um, before we get into it, I want to bring up this one conversation. Um, I think it's over for Supreme, the clothing brand. Yo, I thought this a year ago. Or why you past, gotta beat not, me? This past summer. Why you gotta? Why can't? You know what I mean? Like, I hate that. I thought. Oh, I thought this a year. Ago, I hate man. that, yo. But this is something comics always do. Money, bro. Like comics, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he was up on the fucking blue right? leg. Like, I, I almost texted him, him this morning. I was like, yo, we start selling our shit globally. He's like, oh, I've been thought oh, that. Right. He's like, yeah, we should start. Doing First of all, Andrew, the king of it. Any joke idea I have, he's like, oh yeah, I did that. I did that. I'll be doing it. That's mine. I'll be doing it. I know. I'll be doing them all. 
<laughs> so this is a comic thing. I bust Akash's balls, mm-hmm. but uh, because that's all we have is intellectual property. Exactly. It's it's a teasing thing. We we do it a lot, and it's our way of like uh, copywriting our shit. It, but I, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm teasing. I'm not really saying that about Akash. But the reason that this came to my attention is um, I've seen what Kith has been able to do with clothing, right? And um, I was talking to a, a buddy of the show, uh, asshole, and a friend of ours, Carps, mm-hmm. B Carps, and he was talking about a new Kith drop that was coming. Yeah. And One of was, my really good friends is the uh, GM of Kith. His name is Nick Anacone. Well, Nick is doing a fucking phenomenal yeah, job. And yeah, and maybe we should talk to him because what I think that they've managed so to do, I bet, <laughs> and, and I, what I think they've managed to do is they've managed to take men's obsession with sneaker culture and travel it up the body. Mm. Now we want to get the clothing drop. Now we want to get the hoodie drop. Now, Supreme did that already. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say Kith, I think, is going to take over Supreme is I think Supreme, because they were in their own little sphere for so long, I think they started to insult their audience. They yeah. were selling them bags of air, yeah. a brick, subway card, bricks, S- white t shirt. Just for, dumb shit. And it was like, they were like flexing on their power. It was only some Kanye shit. Kanye's right. like, I'm so cool. I can make the MAGA hat cool. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. Supreme was like, we're so cool. We can sell you a brick because yeah. it has Supreme on it. And Kith didn't do that. Kith was like, yo, let's put out Fly Tims. Mm-hmm. Yo, let's do this cool collab. And they kept on just. They got LeBron. They, the LeBron, they oh, LeBron. he did a oh, yeah, collab. You're right. LeBron and Go Supreme. Yeah. That's so he, they kept doing the cool collabs and really fucking focusing on the work, not the antics. Another thing, mm-hmm. and you were the one that told me about this. And this is before Champion was popping, popping. And yes. maybe Supreme is the one that did it. Maybe Kanye did it. But yes, you yes, said yes. Supreme started selling Champion hoodies with Supreme on it. As like almost like a flex, like we're gonna get champion popping, yes. and then champion and it got popping. It, it, yeah. it did, but that's when I was like, oh, this is like you're gonna overreach like this eventually. And then I'm not even trying to say this is like I was for. You've been on Kith actually, and yeah. I always thought it was dope. But it was expensive. Just it was down the block from my crib. Supreme, yeah. too many people were on it, and I just wasn't into it. But when my girl, not even saying it's a knocker, when my girl's like, I want a Supreme hoodie, I was like, it's for rap. <laughs> Hold on. That bitch wanted. <laughs> okay. Just a joke. It's a joke. I'm, I'm the most respectful. Okay. So the one thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm the most respectful. I'm the most respectful. <laughs> I'm the most respectful. Um, um, but that's when I was like, oh, everybody knows about this now. Yeah. And she's in the working world. So when everybody knows about it, and I didn't think about about kids like you did you thought him but to me it was like oh supreme is saturated everything hits a saturation point yes, mm-hmm. yes jordan's yes. hit a saturation point and went to yeezys yes yeezy put on the red hat and then we went back to jordan's yes. and now we're kind of like eh virgil you always need some shit that nobody else has got yes and kith is just next to me and and to give uh, credit to next they're like now oh no they're the now one thing that they're, the they're one now. thing that they're really good at is they modernize nostalgia better than i've seen any brand do elaborate so yeah. they had a, okay well, one of their collaborations real quick you know a guy at Kith right yeah. why don't we get a little clothing collab tell them we're global I <laughs> 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 mean we out there in India I'm dead ass right Akash now Akash acting like he hasn't worked this out already I know this, bro. he's like I have these Google, moves go- Kith India guarantee <laughs> there's a flagrant two pop up shop somewhere <laughs> in fucking Yupi Yo, I guarantee you they're fake Kith there though for sure absolutely so if you ever look at their rollouts or or their the collaborations. What do you say about nostalgia? They modernize say it again? nostalgia. So Kith modernized nostalgia. Yeah. Okay, go so go. they do shit that's modern, but they also use nostalgic shit and marry them kind of together okay. at the same time, right? So they they literally just rolled out um, a fucking uh, got milk 
collaboration. Yep. They, got fucking, me. Uh, they got me with, with, with that. Uh, and and that, Alex right? bought it. He bought the hoodie. You, you got, got one. Yep. Hoodie. Fucking like Seth Rogen, I think, was on the on the rollout. And okay. like a bunch of other like really popping like mid-2000s people and shit. I think fucking, uh, who, who's the guy from Goodfellas? Ray Liotta? Ray Liotta. Ray yeah, Liotta. Yeah, yeah. He had a fucking rollout with them and shit. Fucking uh, like just all these like all these like iconic yes. 90s, mid-2000s people are like taking this street brand and have brought them to, you know, where it's 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 the most popular shit out right now. Same thing with LeBron James, right? Like with LeBron, he's kind of like a walking. He's kind of like walking nostalgia now. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Like, uh, oh, granted, wow. he's still wow. granted he's still you know active or whatever. Steph Curry supreme, but yeah, <clears throat> probably, probably yeah. like right now, like LeBron's the only person or well, one of the only people selling his they own got mad Chinese fans. You know what I mean? So like. If you fuck LeBron, with LeBron has been in the league and been popping been in the league so, so long, long. <laughs> he could sell his own retro sneakers yeah, while still playing. While playing, that's, yeah. that's a good insane. Point. Exactly. Oh, so Holy shit! It's the same way with with LeBron and Kith and and all those brands. It's all about taking nostalgia and shit that we're already familiar with. Yes, and just modernizing it. That's all and, they're doing. And to their and credit, I don't, I don't mean to say all they're doing like is like the no, easy shit it, to do. It is a very smart way to go yeah. about it, and it's smart for two reasons. <clears throat> LeBron is a little bit different, right? Mm-hmm. But when you tap into the right type of nostalgia, nostalgia, it's actually cheap. So getting LeBron James to do a collab with you is expensive. Of course. Getting Ray Leona. It's not. Hey, you know who else is cheap? Karate Kid. Yeah. that's. Uh, you know yeah. who else is cheap? Got Milk. If like, you go shit and look back. penetrates us because we know about it, know but about it ain't, this. you're not paying $100,000 for uh, uh, per show really for these great. people now. Because really every great. brand yeah. is trying, every brand, they go into a boardroom like, who's hot right now? Who's hot right now? Who do fuck we need? That. Who do you know? Fuck who's that. Who's still with us, but not hot right now that they're going to cost so much money. Exactly. And they not even, they're not even hot right now. They mean something. Mean, yes, it's yeah. in us already. kid means something yes. from your childhood. That's something. Every show, Fuller House. Mm. That's all TV is doing. Let's just reboot some shit. Yeah. Oh, take Joey from Friends, throw him on a show. Dude. Mm. Take Kevin James, kill off his original wife, bring back bring the bitch back from Kevin Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, to, and they didn't do this as well at all, but Urban Outfitters yeah. would really do this with t-shirts, yes. right? Yep. They would do it. I mean, the way Kith has really integrated them seamlessly is 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 much more sophisticated. But Urban would just be like, "What was cool when we were a kid? Jaws. Throw it on a shirt. Yeah, mm-hmm. people will buy it. Right. Good point. Kith is taking it next level. Like, yo, we're doing a Karate Kid yeah, layout. If I could, if I could look up like some old, some like just in the past year, some Kith rollouts, Alex, if we could find some, mm. just like the way they've taken shit <laughs> that like we all grew up with, yeah. and have just put some. Some subtle luxury, flex. some subtle luxury that, on it. That's the thing that they do, man. It's just like, just like a little touch. Did you see the Tims? I saw the Tims. So when yeah, everybody yeah. does Tims now, they make a big difference with mm-hmm. the Tim, right? Like when they try to do their collab with right. Tims, right? They put out a regular Tim, and you know the little leather thing by the back of the heel, the Achilles part of the heel. Yeah. yeah. One was blue, and the other was wheat or whatever, mm-hmm. or like a little bit red. Life so small. That's it. But you're like. Nah, I want those. Yeah, the <laughs> I want those Tims yeah. now. It's just you just you upgrade. It's like iPhone, like we were talking about with Steve Jobs. It's like you just made the little subtle upgrade, and now the other shit looks so horrible. The light flex is the best flex. Like the richest people, they don't got fl- fancy sneakers. They wear regular clothes and a nice ass watch. Yes, 
You gotta really be paying attention to notice that's a bright link. And that shit will have like a leather band. It won't even have like a big gold band. band. Leather band. The lighter the flex, the heavier that shit really is. The heavier the impact. That's why I love those old. You ever look at those fucking shitty memes online when it's like, it's a picture of like Bill Gates and Warren Buffett, and it's like, oh, they're both worth billions of dollars, not a single Gucci belt in sight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that fucking watch he's wearing that doesn't look like shit, it's worth like $500,000. That's the real fucking. Fucking flex over there. It's white tees and rollies is the the heavier flex than any other piece of clothing yeah, you can put on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And even the white tee. It's not a Hanes, that's not a Hanes white tee. Yeah. No, like. But they flex in different ways. Like he doesn't own a car, he owns Coke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a way but bigger their flex. flex. Gotta make him money. <laughs> Say what? Their flex has to make him money. Actually, yes. and this this does end up making money, but the richest, heaviest flex that's flashy is a sports franchise. Oh yeah. Yes. Fucking what's his face? Uh Stan Crokey. Mm-hmm. Owner of the Los Angeles Rams. He I thought that guy owns. had a stroke on air. Me too. When they handed him the trophy, <laughs> he was like, he, was, he responded like Latino boxers respond mm. when they're trying to answer the question, <laughs> but they have no fucking clue what Max Kellerman just asked him. Dog. <laughs> so I'm, I'm watching him. I was like, I've known this guy from somewhere. I Google him. I'm like, oh yeah, he also owns the fucking Denver Nuggets. Nuggets, yeah. He also owns like a bunch of other sports. My man's teams are on the come up, huh? No, he's killing it. This dude's gonna be making a lot of fucking trips. (laughs) Dead ass, like that shows you that if you actually have good uh, ownership, Mm -hmm. that it can trickle down. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Like there's a reason Nuggets, like you said, are doing well. Cowboys, Knicks. There's a reason they struggle. Yeah, it's facts, and I hate to admit it, but you know, like the Brooklyn Nets have gone from very good to terrible. To back to respectable, all in a time where the Knicks have remained terrible. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> Great point. Like, and, I, and that hurts for me to admit. Like, I'm watching Nets games now. I'm like, fuck, these guys are really good. They might make some noise in the playoffs. D'Angelo Russell might be an all star. Yo, like, D'Angelo Russell. And I'm just like, Bro. fuck. And they lost their best player. Karis LeVert, yeah, yeah. who might be coming back, and it's like, and they have a draft pick this year. So it's KD. like, and this kid Dinwiddie is playing well. Like, they got a little squad. <sighs> The center, Allen, the Afro kid? Uh, Jared Allen. Allen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like, fuck, they got a good little team. You know uh, who's friendly, very friendly with your boy, uh, Grunk, Grunky. Who? Grunk, what's his name? Sam Crunk? How do you pronounce his name? Crunky. Crunky? Grunky? From where? The Rams owner? The owner of the Rams. Oh, uh, Stan Crunky. Crunky. You know who's close with him? Who? Your boy, LeBron. Really? That makes sense. I think, doesn't Crunky own part of a football team as well? LeBron uh, owned a part of Liverpool at one point. Yeah. 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 Like Basketball. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Soccer. Yeah. Soccer. <laughs> Soccer team. Yeah. yeah. Kick football. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we got to call their sport <laughs> kick so football. football. Yeah. Yeah. It's so belittling. Y'all watch some kick football? Y'all watch some kick football? Oh, okay. Word. Let's watch it. Who's playing? All right. Cool. Who's kicking? Who's kicking today? Some shitty city in England I would never go to ever? Yeah. What? Liverpool versus what? Manchester? Yeah. Okay. We have so many UK listeners now will just so belittle it. They should just make it the winner gets to leave that city. You know, kick football that you guys do over there. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, I think they, they might be in, in the same bet together. We'll call them all kickers team. because that's a position in sports we respect the least. Yeah, they're just kickers. <laughs> they're not soccer kickers. players. They're, they're, they're Who's kickers. your favorite kicker? Yeah. There's the they're one kicker that's with the gloves that doesn't kick anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hand kicker. Yeah, the hand the kicker. He gets a hand kick. It's pretty cool. It's a great position. He's got a different color shirt. I like that. He got some drip. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, the hand kicker got drip when you think about it, bro. <laughs> Dude, that's the shit. Hand kicker. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Okay. Uh, what are we talking about? We're talking about Kith, right? But we're talking about Kith and Supreme. So mm. it's just interesting to see another company enter that 
market and I think do it in a way that is uh, less kind of uh, it's almost like a less arrogant approach to it. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it, they look at you like this. They don't look at you like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, they don't look down at you. That was my issue with Supreme. It was they were looking down on me it's and I was like, y'all dorks, man. I know you're fucking dorks. Don't <laughs> no. act like you're not dorks. You know what? The, the kids that work in that store are cool and they, I wouldn't be surprised if someone listened to this, but a bunch of them listen to Brilliant Idiots and they're always cool when I when I walked in, but yeah, like, the fuck, this fucking, is like the fact that you're using, Tegan. but look, what's his name? Uh, uh, the fire Bob The cook Bobby guy, Flay. Bobby Flay. <laughs> Fire cross. <laughs> I watch too much Entourage. I, I never, I never liked Bobby Flay just because of Entourage. Just because he fucked his, uh, um, Mrs. Uh, Ari. Our Mrs. Ari. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like all the people that they use are just fucking like. Nah, Chrissy Teigen popping now. I mean, yeah, but Chrissy Teigen's like. It's not like somebody's looking for. It's not like somebody who's on TV every single day. Right. Like, oh God, we need this person for this big. They did it right. They you really know? did it right, and they did it. A lot of people don't realize this, but. Kith has been around for a long time. They did it slow and they did it patient. I remember their old store mm-hmm. on uh, right off of Lafayette. It was down the block that. from yep. where we lived. And it was right next to the New Era store. Okay. Oh, no, no. One made Walmart block town. Okay. But still, it's like this wasn't an overnight thing. These A lot of these brands that we look at and they get popular all of a sudden, we assume there's just this crazy marketing festival. And this will get us into another conversation mm-hmm. about Firefest. But it's not... It's not Firefest. This is a slow fucking burn. They yeah. built up, built up equity, built up equity, it's and Coachella. then they delivered. It's co- that's a much better way of looking. It's Burning Man. It's right. Coachella. It's not Firefest. That's a great, yeah, it's a great way of putting um, it. Ronnie Feig, that's his name? Ronnie Feig, that's the founder? Yeah. Of, Kith. I don't of know. Kith, is it? Yeah, 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 I, don't know. I know I wanted it. to buy Kith shit back, and then, I, Feig, and then yeah. I went broke, mm. and now I got so much bootleg <laughs> Merchant India money, it's like- Now you go back to Kith. I'm going to go scoop, you know what I mean? I have to go- I think Copper Box logo. No. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't at least come to us and be like, yo, this wasn't me. I know all signs Man. point in my direction. I tagged you too, bro. Yo, like, 100% guarantee that they did no it. Way, there's no way you did not see that from me. I saw the one in Gujarat. 100% at all. guarantee <laughs> that it's. Right. Benson. They his people judge Gujaratis and they're dark as fuck. So like that's how you know Gujaratis are trash. <laughs> really? <laughs> Shout out to Benson. Malus Benson. Don't like what are what is your background? What are you? Are you Malayali? Is that Punjabi or no? No. No. He mad okay. south. I don't know. I'm just saying that because he's a drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Akash told me that Punjabis are drunk. The beers, bro, be too, they be drinking. Bro, one time we brought him out. We did the free Alex show. <laughs> we did the free Alex show at the Comedy Cellar. Amazing sold out show. Raised money for Alex and his family for you know what they went through. Uh, I asked Benson if he can come and videotape. He comes. He videotapes. He does an amazingly efficient and uh, technologically savvy job as a good Indian that I would expect. Uh, this is the other half of Indian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right we now. have the first half yeah. down, right? After the show, he asks if he can have some drinks because we're done working. I'm like, yeah, I get him a couple drinks. We go to another venue. He goes outside to smoke a cigarette. All of a sudden, this bouncer comes running in and he goes, he goes, hey, hey, you got to get your friend. You got to get your friend. I go, what's up? What's wrong? He goes, oh, he fell in the garbage. <laughs> I go, I go, what? I go, I go, I go Wait, what? did y'all help him out? He goes, yeah, we helped him out, but he fell right back in the garbage. <laughs> he fell in the garbage twice. And he goes, and he just goes, I'm not going to put my head in the garbage again. I can't put my head in the garbage so many times. So your friend's still in the garbage. Maybe you go help him out in the garbage. 
So I go drag his ass out of the fucking garbage. He's literally laying in a pile of fucking garbage. No, no, no. no. We're not gonna. We're not gonna. Can't go to the residence. Listen, you was definitely smacked. Lying in the fucking garbage. Uh, I go drag him out of the garbage. I go. I'm gonna get you an Uber home. I put him in an Uber. I go, what's your address, right? He goes, something, 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 Long Island. I'm like, bro? <laughs> I'm like, bro? It's 10 bucks for the Metro North? I'm about I'm like, son, it was, man, hey, Kaz, it was close, man. It was, I almost looked up that Long Island Railroad schedule. I was like, take this motherfucker to Madison Square Garden and let him make it home himself. Radical self-reliance, my dude. You can make it in Gudrafi. You can make it in Manhattan. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, anyway, God, um, guys, good to yeah, be shout with you out guys. To Kith, so Yo, fun. shout out to Kit. They doing the right thing. So, man. Shout out to Megana Cole, man. Send, send us some shit. We real like, talk. We like free shit here. All real, time. real, so real talk. Um, so, Supreme too. If y'all, if y'all listen, nah, y'all not mad at us. Send us free shit. Should we? <laughs> we got know, a I lot can of, send me everything. We got a lot of shit to get into. No, matter of fact, there's a guy who works at the store. His I think his Instagram J J Homie H U L M E Y, and he plays. I believe he plays like for their basketball team in the basketball city league, but he listens to the podcast. Supreme? And, uh, uh, no, uh, Kith. Kith. All right. Well, so, yo, so uh, we're going to try to bust your ass again this year, even though I think y'all beat us last year. <laughs> but, um, but word, thanks for listening. Yes, sir. Uh, and you guys are doing good work over there. Um, but let's start talking about what y'all think about some playoffs. Cause let's talk about it. This shit made me sad, man. Let's talk about it. I was rooting for Breeze. I want to, at the very least, I want to Breeze God Brady. Damn. Okay. Okay, okay. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Poor tell me. Breeze, dude. Yeah, go for they it. They got fucked, man. That's the worst call I've ever seen in the playoffs. And so I see bring some us bad back, Bring us back to the call and bring us back to the time so everybody... Some, so, some people aren't going to be listening to real football. We got some kick football fans kick here. Football. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, they're, they're bringing confused. a real football team to kick football countries. Like, England is going to get uh, an American football team. Wait, a real football have, team. Real, fo- have real football. No, 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 first of all, it's not real football. It's just football. Oh, so, right, football- right, right. <laughs> yeah. so they're gonna have football in England. London is probably gonna get one football team. Now I don't know if it's gonna play in the same stadium as the kick football team. Right. But they're gonna get a football team wow. to compete with kick football over there. I mean, I don't think it's a competition, bro. No, no. it's not. Anyway, so bring us back. So to- Saints Cup jump out with thirteen nothing lead. Yep. Same exact thing that they did at Philly last week. The Rams did to them. Fake punt. Slowly climb back into the game. Mm-hmm. But the Rams, it's a tie game. I want to say it's 20 to 20. Okay. Rams are driving. They throw a deep ball there at, uh, I think, like the New England, I'm sorry, I think at the LA, like 18 yard line or something mm-hmm. like that. They throw a pass on third down. First down, they throw an incompletion. They probably should have run it, but whatever, throw an incompletion. Second down, they run, get stuffed. So you know, LA uses a timeout. Third down, Drew Brees throws a pass. The LA corner, nickel corner, safety, whatever he is, runs over, literally says in the postgame, I was trying to pass interfere because I didn't want to get this guy to score a touchdown. I figured even if I get him, even if I get called for a foul, at least he doesn't score. We stop them. Fine. There is less than two minutes left in the game. So what should have happened? a minute, 53 seconds left. What go, go. LA has one timeout left at this point. So right. what should have happened is they call the pass interference because before the ball even gets to the New England receiver, he is plowed over by the LA corner. Now, two mm-hmm. things we should mention about how he's plowed over. Not only is it pass interference, because you're not allowed to make contact with the receiver before he touches the ball, you can both go for the ball. It was yeah. also but targeting. Was, but it was also targeting because it was helmet to helmet. helmet, to helmet <laughs> oh, right? also so, oh targeting that. as well. Yeah. So explain what targeting is. So targeting is like when you're not even going for the ball at all. Right, you're just, just making like, a yeah. move at the player mm-hmm. and you're allowed to 
Again, you're allowed to target once contact has been made with the ball. Yes. That's not sorry. That's just a tackle. That's just a, that's a fair football. But play. even if he did catch the ball, it would be helmet to helmet. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that would be a fifteen yard penalty. Fifteen yard penalty. Half, half the distance to the goal, and they were close enough like where a half it would be yard there to the goal line. And and then it would be a first down. Inside the 10. Inside the 10. This is already past two-minute warning. Mm-hmm. The the Rams have one timeout yes. left. That means that they would down it, down it again, down it again, game's over. For a tie, worst case scenario, they missed the chip shot. They go into overtime. Boom. But they would have kneeled it down to maybe what? Like no, I think they were 10 up. seconds? They would have no, it, was tied. it was tied. They would have either no, gone tied. for the touchdown or they would have run it or kneeled it, kneeled it, and then kick the field goal. They probably would have run one play to see if they could score just a touchdown. To Fair enough. And then if you get stopped, the clock is still running. LA uses a timeout second down. You can either run it in for a touchdown or kneel it and kneel it again. That takes a minute off the clock. Yeah. So you kick a field goal and LA has 30 seconds left in no time. And anybody who's a kick football fan, the reason it takes a minute off the clock is because <laughs> there is a, a, play uh, a play clock and yeah. you get... 40 seconds, 30 seconds? 35 seconds. 35 seconds to right. do your play. And so, right. yeah, 20 seconds left probably by the time LA gets the ball. In other words, the game is over. The game is, is that, essentially now over. Now, here's the thing. There is actually There's a image. lot of times when you could like see a missed call, but, oh, well, you never know what could have happened. No. no. That was the most egregious Two, like, two line refs, call. by the way. There's two line refs literally on both sides of the play, right? Mm. So you have one that is... I guess I don't even know how to. Let's say one is on the 15 yard line yeah. and there's one that's on like the five. Yeah. So they're both looking at this exact same thing yeah. happen from the same thing. And it's an isolation fade to like the right yeah. corner. Yeah. There's a one. So there was nobody there. It was literally just those two that's out it. there. Like if you see the fan cam mm-hmm. video, it looks so much worse because like the, all what what's 14 plus four whatever the all the uh, the entire other both other teams are on one side there could just, be nothing else distracting there's nothing you. else it's to look at yeah, yeah. it's just them but this missed call and you just got a feel for like breeze and the and whole city in new orleans city like that is a that is a that is a life-changing not even like not even career changing that is a life-changing drew breeze goes call. to the super bowl He's potentially, if he wins that Super Bowl, he's in the GOAT conversation. Without a doubt. This holds him back. Fucking doubt. It's, and and here's, there's a cool, I I have no clue if this is true. I saw it on Twitter. It could be complete bullshit. Okay. Mm. Um, It could be absolutely complete bullshit. But I saw it tweeted somebody saying that all the refs that were playing in that game had some connection to either LA or the Rams. Hmm. Hmm. So I think one of the refs, something McKinley used to play for the Rams. The other mm. one lives in L.A. The other one grew up in L.A. Like, there's all this weird Los Angeles I'm connection. I'm less inclined to believe it because there was a face mask on Jared Goff that should have got called the drive before. Yeah. And right. that would have given them, I think, instead of kicking a field goal, first down, whatever. Right. But like, I'm like, there's that one play where I think of the Saints player trying to pull him a go. And like jump over one of the players on the floor and ends up just like stepping on his face. Uh, so there's missed calls, but yo, point is officiating has been fucking terrible this year, and for it to happen right there, yeah, that shit can't happen. Especially when there's an opportunity to make it right, and that's where the NFL needs to step in and be like, listen, we all saw what happened. I don't care if there's no challenges left. I don't care if no timeouts left. We have replay. It's a dead ball. Go into the fucking booth. Somebody say, hey. Dude, no. Less than two minutes left. That it's was booth reviews. Yeah. Let's just include All those that. Are, Bill Belichick, to his credit, a guy who's been benefited from a lot of bad calls, <laughs> started his dynasty on a bad call, has said, we should be able to review pass interference. Yeah. That just should be reviewable. Because that's a bang, bang, in the moment thing. Here's the thing about that. Every play could potentially be So maybe if it's inside the last two inside minutes, two. or you use a challenge. Like, it could be the same thing as anything else. Not every play, but you use a challenge if you think it's pass interference. You only get two of those a game, three if you win your two. 
That's it. Mm. So you I could like use that. your challenge right there. I like and that. then inside my, the last I'm two minutes. I'm with you 100%. Boom. My one concern is, and we all know this from watching the game, literally every time Gronk goes down the field, it's pass interference. <laughs> we know that, right? We've watched it and we've right. seen it, right? It's like yeah. you either have a corner that's on him that's, well, that's holding him. he's a fucking monster of a human. <laughs> and, we can get to, and we'll get to that game in a second. My yeah. concern is you... If it's fourth down, you're going for it. You just throw to Gronk. You throw to that guy on your team who's right. going to get pass interference, and they're going to end up calling it. And it's going to be there is something nice. There is something nice about letting yeah. certain plays slide unless they're egregious. Yeah. And when you review something, it has to be. You have to be honest with it. Well, no. Right? What they say is it has to be indisputable evidence to overturn. And it. you can find indisputable evidence for a pass interference. I, I feel like on every single play, like like you can find holding if you really yeah. want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every play on every single play. Yeah. I'm with you though. There has there have to be something. And I think if you keep, it'll probably just keep going up to three challenges or whatever. But for right now, the way it would stand in my mind, any penalty you want to review, you use one of your challenges. Right. And then it's okay. You got a very small number of these, so if you want to use it here, cool. And you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. Fuck it. Maybe the game takes a little longer, but at least you get the honest get outcome. Get it right. Get it right. Get it right. If we have so much time to see that replay over and over and over again before the game is over, yeah, they showed that fucking replay at on least the, on the big screen thousands too, times. thousands of times before the game was even over. If you have that many times to look at yep. it, and we all know it's fucked up. If the referees go up to Sean Payton before the game's over, it's like, hey man, we blew that one. Like, yeah, fucking fix it. There should be some way you can go and fix that shit. And, like, that fucks up people's lives. Like, that fucks up people's lives. Like, there's the only reason why they brought that team back is because the same shit happened to them last day. They lost on one miracle play. And they're like, fuck it, let's give it one more try. Breeze is getting up there in age. Payne's getting up there in age. You still have a pretty good team. Fuck it, let's give it another shot. And then to have that happen to you again? Ugh. No, that's a rough one. That's rough. That's a tough pill to swallow for any fan. I, and I had no, I had no horse in the race at all. But like, that's just an it, awful pill. This to was swallow. what I felt. Uh, this is how you know the games were incredible this weekend. I had no horse in the race as well, and they were both <laughs> fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like literally, we were watching editing yeah. all day, right? And Bro. you know, just kind of going back between shit and that point. And it was fucking incredible, man. Fantastic. Can I just game. say something? How good did it feel to just like just enjoy football? Again? Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> like, nice. it was the first time I got on Twitter and I saw some of my black friends. Like, oh, y'all niggas still supporting the NFL? And I went to like, yo, shut yeah. the fuck up, right? It's a great game. It's a great fucking game, right? Like, yeah, the NFL is shit, but I love the sport of football. And this is like once in these are two once in a lifetime games that you're seeing back to back, like two no, overtime games. It's crazy. No league needed this more than the NFL. Oh yeah, and no league. Let's be honest, <laughs> we might be a little upset about the outcome, but the NFL is a brand thrilled. Mm. They got to be thrilled. Fucking thrilled. thrilled. This is the best case scenario, right? You have LA, this brand new football this city, before, major market, and before major the games market. Even started before the games even started. Those four teams, we said it before. Like, yo, any any four of those teams, we're gonna be good. Well, I'm, I'm good. But Send we also up. said Let's this watch. is the ideal situation. Uh, uh, so many different things going on uh, here. I wanted Brady Breeze, but your storyline is a valid one. And people started tweeting about it as soon as the matches were You saw it, right? Yeah. New versus old. Yeah. Blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And uh, that was Brady's first Super Bowl against the Rams. So it's... it's, Ooh, it's we're going full circle here. Full circle right there. Yo, yeah. fuck. I did <laughs> yeah, not even Kurt think about Warner. that. Yeah. And fucking the Patriots. 18 years ago, motherfucker. And motherfuckers that are listening to this podcast were not alive the first time Brady was in the Super Bowl. 18 years ago against Kurt Warner. 18. And Warner <laughs> wins. 
No. No. Brady, Brady that's where they started the Brady dynasty. Yeah, that's when he came in for uh, Bledsoe. 17 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody yeah. thought they would win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Fuck. Boy. Insane. You know what's crazy? That what? You know I think about randomly? Back in the day, day, like the Super Bowl, well, one, either defense or offense would come out one at a time. They would like, there'd be a line. Yeah. They would call their name. Mm. The other, yeah. Bill Belichick was the first person that said, no, we're a team. We're all running out at once. There are no introductions. Okay. Ruined the whole fun of the spectacle, but he just said, these are your New England Patriots, and all 52 players ran out at the I same time. I remember that. I remember before, watching that. Before, it used that. to be all offense starters, yeah. and then everybody else would line up, and they'd give five, and be this thing. Now, that's what everybody yeah. does. That, he just eliminated that from the Super Bowl. I remember that it's vividly. It's not happening anymore. Those... Now, everybody just runs out at the same time. It yeah, was but like, when they were the greatest, intro, bro. I'm sorry, you need that. They were shit. the greatest show on turf, so all of them got big fiery intros like yeah. Marshall Falk, yeah. ah, Tory Holt, Bruce, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tory Holt, Kurt yeah. Warner, yeah. and it was like, and now you're New England Patriots, and they all came out like a fucking stampede. I was like, yeah. oh, these motherfuckers are winning. So how many times did Kurt Warner go to the Super Bowl? I think twice. He went there with the Cardinals. They won one. No, he went three times. No, he went three times. Twice with the Rams. One, one, lost one. Okay. Right, right, right. One with the Cardinals. What an amazing story that is. And they made like a Christian movie about that? (laughs) They must have made it. I just know he was back in groceries. But I mean, that whole story is is remarkable. I I can't believe somebody hasn't made a. Have they done a 30 for 30 about that? No. No. He had a Fox Sports thing, I think, at one point. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But what a fucking crazy story. Okay. Didn't he come from the XFL? No, no, he uh, he did arena football. Shut the oh, fuck arena. up! <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah arena football. Yeah. yeah. So, um, can okay. we get into the debate? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I want I want to get into the debate. Cass mm-hmm. brought up a great debate on Twitter, and we've already seen the uh, the, the the seed that has been sown start mm. to make its way into all the uh, other sports. Mm. Uh, Skip. Yeah, exactly. All them copying. All <laughs> them copying the what we do over here on all flavor too. But we're gonna do it better than them anyway. It's all good. So, yeah. but but just to, just before we get there is there anything else that we want to talk about um with that patriots game because we didn't really touch on the patriots game oh just yet. god damn before we get into it fucking patrick mahomes my god is the baddest motherfucker i have seen. like my god he could have played a better second half than, I, than i'd see anybody like it was one of those games where it's like all right the last person who gets the ball is gonna win because they can't stop each other Patrick Holmes has been throwing, like, playing with just no fucks. Zero, like, throws that you never throw with that much pressure, that situation. Yep. You're technically still a rookie. It's your first full season. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You're throwing fucking wheel routes for 80 fucking yards and shit to your running backs without Kareem Hunt, with that, all these people. You know, you know who kicked them out of the playoffs was Kareem Hunt. Yeah, there you go. Kicked them right out of the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kicked them out. The, he's the one that kept them out the Super Bowl. He just... just Pushed him out with his feet. Because if he's there, that's a different. (laughs) (laughs) What is that in here? It wasn't real abuse. It was just kick abuse. (laughs) 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 Yo. No, but if he's there, that's a whole different. You gotta. You gotta give a fuck game. about Kareem Hunt. Told he's a game breaker. Yo, he's a game breaker. That's two Tyree kills out there. You're not beating that. Maybe they don't have a slow first that's, half if you have Kareem Hunt. I, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but they had a slow first half. They came out the second half, guns blazing. And you had the feeling that if he has the ball last, what was it, 40 seconds what, that he had? 39 seconds left, down by three, and they kick a game And he threw a fucking bomb to, yeah. I, don't, to, I don't know who it was, and they got, the, got in the field goal range in like two plays. I like, think they should have taken, so they had 11 seconds God. left, no timeouts. I think they should have taken one more shot at the end zone. I agree. But he did a fake shot at the end zone. Yeah, that play before where he just because somebody out the back. went offside, so they had a free play, so we just chucked. No, it. no, 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 no. That was two plays before. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he had 16 yeah. seconds left, and they took one shot at the end zone. But it was like kind of a half-ass throw. I guess he didn't see anything right away, so he just threw it away. Fine, 
You got time for one more of those because you do not want to get into overtime with Tom Brady and the Patriots. Here's a question. What is the penalty yard-wise for uh, hiking the ball before everybody's set up? There is no. Uh, if your offense is set up and they're not, that's their fault. No, no, no. If your offense is not set up. Five yards. But they well, stopped the play. What I, what I would do. Does the clock keep going? No. Penalties always stop clock. Okay. So what I would do is throw that shit over the middle. <laughs> I would throw it right over the middle. See if your guy can make a play. You have 11 seconds. Mm. Quick, quick little slant. Throw it over the middle. See if your guy can make a play for them. If not, you run the fuck up there. Grab the ball. I don't care if it's you in the center. Hike it. They go five yards back. You still got a chip think, shot field goal. No, Should've this, tried is, this it is a good idea. This Do you see what idea, I'm saying? Like, I think everybody needs to be set on the line before you. I don't think you can hike like just you in the center yeah, there. Everybody the I'm saying, saying what is the penalty dead. for I don't, that? I don't know. I think they just won't allow it. They just yeah, won't. The refs will blow the ball dead. They'll come in and be like, <laughs> like that's why they'll they'll back up and just like throw the ball on the floor or whatever. So like, they won't, like they won't let the play I go. I assume there's a rule They'll let the play go if it's encroachment. If it's right, but they sides. won't let you be offside because nah. that would be the best strategy. Yeah. They, that'd be the best strategy. You're losing five yards to stop the clock. I assume, yeah. I assume there's a rule against that. Okay, typically, enough. even in those like no huddle situations, everybody's got to be set. Yeah, and then you can snap. Okay, fair enough. Whatever. I agree. I would have went one more shot at the end zone, but the reality is you're probably not going to make it happen. Probably it not. You just try. You got to go for it. Okay. Um, I'm not going to blame that team for what they've done either. Like, it's, you know. Okay, you, so here's my question. You guys already made that comeback. You just I got, wish you I had Patrick, the, Patrick Mahomes does this one thing. Okay. Patrick Mahomes, I think, exposed something. Um, and I think he exposed that we give Andy Reid possibly a hard time. Mm. Because what he did is he almost beat the Patriots, right? By making big plays himself. And... Andy Reid, I mean, you could say what you want about McNabb or Vic, whatever like that, but I don't think he ever had the type of quarterback that no. can take over a game Correct. on a couple plays. Mm. And I think we thought that's what McNabb was, and maybe it was because of how good Reid was. And I think we thought that about Vic for a second, but I think it was how what Reid was able to do with those guys. Yeah. With Patrick Mahomes, you have a legit... Aaron Rodgers-esque superstar. Yeah, yeah. He's never had a quarterback as good as Patrick and, and what ended up and he's happening... he's had some very good quarterbacks. And he had good quarterbacks, but what ended up happening? When Reed, the plays that Reed drew up, fell apart, mm -hmm. Mahomes made his own play. He it was, ball, And I will extend win. this drive. Yeah. I will, and I think every coach... I mean, you see Belichick, you see that happen with... Mm -hmm. You see that happen with Brady. Brady, dude, there every was a throw. Quarterback, every Real great quick. quarterback in every fucking playoff team... Has to so take many, you there. There's so much tape on you already. They know your formation. Look Tony at Nick Romo. Foles. Tony Romo, Romo, Tony Romo. Look at was Nick Foles. looking at formations. And, oh yeah, and not he knew exactly what it was going to be. Yeah. It was it was it was awesome to watch on TV because yeah. like we don't we're on privy to that shit. Yeah, but if he's seeing that, everybody's seeing it. A lot of people are okay, seeing exactly. That. So exactly. at some point, you got to give it to your quarterback. And be like, hey. He's seeing this what without watching your film all year. He's <laughs> yeah. seeing this just being a quarterback. Yeah. So you know that defense who've been watching tape on you mm -hmm. all all year. They know it's know. coming too. Yeah, exactly, right? So doesn't mean they can stop it, but they know it's coming. The, exactly. Yeah. They at least know it's coming, right? Mm -hmm. Those blocks are you could still have to get around, but yeah, they know yeah, it's yeah. coming. Fair enough. Now you have a situation where this guy is going to make a play by himself, and Reed has someone who can do it, and they could have easily won that game. Yeah. Belichick has a guy who can do. There was a play that, that Brady made in that game. I'm not exactly how what time was left on the clock, but there was a play that he made. I don't know if you guys remember this. He drops back. The pocket starts to kind of close around him. Mm -hmm. He jumps up in it and rifles off a pass to the sideline. I remember that. Yeah. 
first of all, how fast the pass got off, I was blown away. Yeah. Second of all, to sit in there, right? I to to jump in the into, quarter, it was definitely in the fourth quarter. And I was like, oh, that's the difference. Yeah. That's the difference when you have a lead quarterback. And there's something that I remember writing down because I specifically want to talk with you with you guys about it. Because mm-hmm. again, I'm not as big a football guy as you mm-hmm. guys. But there was a point where it was third and ten, and one of the announcers goes, Okay, it's third and ten. Uh you know they're gonna blitz. So Brady knows in order to get this pass off and make it go ten yards, he's gonna have to take a hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That thing, just hearing that, yeah, I go, Whoa, this is fucking cool. Yeah. You know for a fact yeah. that in order yeah. for your Let's guys go. to get 10 yards, mm-hmm. you're going to get clipped. You have to stay. You have to yeah. stay in that motherfucker and rifle it through. Bro, that shit got me so hyped. Yeah. It's like going into that down. It goes, you're you're thinking a guy who weighs 250 pounds. Easy. 300. Easy, maybe three. Yeah. Is going to run gonna full in force into your fucking chest. <laughs> yeah. And you are going to sit there. Until that hit, goes so that your guy can make it at least and ten you yards to get the strike and a strike. You can't just throw the ball, mm-hmm. bro. You got to step into it, foot forward, vulnerable position. Throw. These guys are warriors, though. Yeah. They're so that fucking shit warriors. Got me so fucking amped when bro. I just when I heard the announce. And that's one of those things where it's like I would like announcers to make us privy of more. You guys might have known that. For me, I'm like, oh, some plays I, they I get hit, some it. plays no, they don't. I didn't think about it's like specific that. No, plays yeah. they get. They know when they're getting drilled. Yeah. They know if it's third and long and you need that, you know you're gonna take a hit. And that's what separates the good from the great quarterbacks because you see some people they get they get a little alligator arm <clears> like, oh, Eli. Fuck. <clears> like ah oh, shit, you know what I mean? Or they just if they're athletic, they just immediately be like, all right, fuck it, I'm just. Gonna, do something. No, I'm just going to stand in here. I'm Boom, gonna take it. my guy's going to get there, and I'm going to put it there, and you better be fucking there because I'm going to take this hit. And they tr- you know bro, <laughs> and it happened on that last drive where they threw it to Patterson, the other tight end that yeah. was on the team who played who played well, mm-hmm. but the, the shit went right through his hands. And then it went through and 10 again. Oh, we didn't talk about this motherfucker. Oh, the, the interception on when the guy was in five, and oh, then D. Dude. Ford, who's, I think, a pro bowler. He's poor good. Dude, Encroachment. That's your season. That's uh, it. Heartbreaking losses on both also, sides. Andy Reid could have won this uh, game. Yes, I think that we've been a little hard on Andy Reid, and I think that having that real—you've been pretty hard on him. I'm hard on him. I'm very hard on him. But I call him the greatest regular season coach in history. But I think that we've been very hard. And now that he has elite quarterback talent, you might be a second. There might be like a second life. He's got to last five more years because the thing about getting back is so fucking hard. You see, fucking Patrick Mahomes, unless he fucks up royally. I'm like, I'm riding with this motherfucker till the wheels fall off, bro. Oh, like, they're going to ride with him. I wouldn't be surprised if they bring back Kareem. Yeah. Oh, no. He's going to get another so, job. Oh, <laughs> other teams are already interested. Yeah, let me yeah, take, yeah, let me yeah. take, I know I'll be having a lot of wrong predictions, but as soon as a Kareem Hunt thing happened, yeah. based on what we talked about with Miko, I was like, oh, Kareem Hunt said all the right things. All the fucking company lines, he was yep. right there. I lied. My team did nothing. I said to you, Kareem Hunt is coming back. Of course. He's going to go through his little I thing. said that a year ago. <laughs> Yo, before he was kicking people, I did say he was gonna kick people and say all the right things. I did say that. We're going, but I was like, "Yo, he's gonna come back. He's gonna do all this shit. Right. He's gonna come." It happened even faster than I thought, and I didn't think this many teams would be like, "Yeah, I want him." Twenty-three year old. He was wearing sneakers. You can't bro. hurt no girl if you wear sneakers. Hey, listen, yeah, if y'all really think motherfuckers really give a fuck, if you kick a bitch in them new Kith Tims though, like did you? <laughs> that shit, right? There, that's foul, bro. You can't kick a bitch in kiff tims. Oh gosh, that's worse. You, you might mess up the tim. You might mess up a whole tim, bro. <laughs> the has been Which one you kick with? Kick with the red or the blue? What, what the Achilles shit look like? <laughs> what oh, were you saying? God. No, I'm just saying the precedent's been set. Like it's like fuck. As long as you ain't kill nobody. 
I'm saying though, I'm not. Take your off. I'll bring you yeah. back. <laughs> Get your legs fresh. I'm saying about. <laughs> 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 Flagrant out here, boy. I'm saying about Reed, though, it's not that easy to just get back. No. Like, yes. it's no, so no. fucking hard to win yes. a Super Bowl. Crazy stat about the Patriots. Maybe we should save this for Brady being the GOAT. Let's save this for That Brady is the combo the now, so take yeah, us well, into well, it. Real, last yeah, thing, though. Romo being an announcer. We, do you want to talk about this or Brady first? Let's, Let's go, go to Brady. Let's go Romo first. Okay, we'll, right, we'll, we'll, Romo. Go Romo. Okay, so Romo right announcing... So, Tony Romo is the uh, quarterback of uh, was the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, statistically speaking, phenomenal career. Statistically, the statistically the best Dallas Cowboys quarterback they've ever one had. one of the all time greats. And consider that with the quarterbacks the Cowboys have had: Roger yeah. Starback, Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman. And here's the right? thing: we we rap, people rap, people in the media rag on the Cowboys a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The only thing Tony Romo was ever really a victim of was. Fucking up at the absolute worst possible time, right? And getting injured, right? He is the and Andy Reid of quarterbacks. That, that yeah. motherfucker was very <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking good. Yes. He was great. And I was and I was too hard on him. But then when I realized the one year he had a good offensive line, it was like, oh, this month, this is guy's incredible. This guy yeah. He can't throw fifty times a game, but give him twenty five throws a game. Here's what I think about yes. him as an announcer. There's so a now clip, he's an announcer. Now he's an announcer for CBS, the number one announcer. He just jumped right into the booth. Yeah. Immediately was good. Immediately everybody liked him. And then this game yesterday, he just kept calling out, hmm. okay, if you're in this situation, this is what you're going to have to do. And that's immediately what Brady would do. Brady, greatest quarterback of all time, quite possibly. Yeah. That's what he would do. And I think Romo as an announcer is going to make people appreciate Romo as a as quarterback. Of course. Because now course. you're seeing how fucking smart this guy was. He wasn't some idiot who just threw picks. He knew he knew fucking everything. He knew he he's he might have been so good that he made up for how lackluster his team was. That's a, a lot yeah. of pro Romo people say that they were eight and eight three years in a row, whatever, and they were like, take Tony Romo off that team. They're one what and fifteen, and that's mm-hmm. so now you have a the the difference between, and I don't want to put Romo in this category, but the difference between an Aaron Rodgers and a Tony Romo can be the ring. Yeah. If Tony has a ring, oh. Oh, the conversation around is very different. Yeah. Especially for a franchise like the Dallas Cowboys. That's why that Dez Especially the Cowboys. That's why that Dez catch has got to be... I feel bad. I'm a Cowboy fan. I hate it, but I feel so bad for Romo because of that. Because if that catch goes... They quite possibly lose. Green Green Bay gets the ball with like four minutes left, and they were cutting through the Cowboys that whole second half. But Cowboys take the lead. Like that. They're at the two-yard line. Mm. It's a different game. And then they just lost. Romo had it taken away from him and I feel so fucking bad for him because that's his legacy but people might appreciate him more now because they're looking at him now like Oh fuck! For sure, he this is guy is brilliant. Tony IQ. Romo, and I hope, and and I'm, obviously he's gonna get a whole bunch of. Oh, he should be a head coach. He should be an offensive coordinator. Shit. I hope he stays an announcer because there's been a void of that for a long yeah, time. Right. Like since like it's Madden esque. Since John Madden, John yeah. Madden was the guy That's who what taught I heard me a lot football. Of people. That's why I heard a lot of people. He was the guy who taught about. me football. Yeah. So like watching him now, it's just like. God damn, this so, motherfucker gets. So there's it. And a, he's making it. He's making it simple. Simple for my ass. Who's never played right. pro any level of high level. He played football. the video game. Let's keep. I played the video yeah. game. Most of us <laughs> learn about football. Oh. Great, growing up here in America, we yeah. learn about football from playing Madden. It was this mm. iconic football game, right? And Madden was this great, or uh, was is this great football mind? He was the franchise for NFL on Fox. Yes, like he was the guy who brought the Telestrator, the that, yellow, yeah. all that shit. Yeah, Boom. so. There was a function in Madden that existed for many of the iterations of the game, which let Madden give you what he suggested 
the play that you should run was. That's right. called Ask so, Madden. Ask Madden. So it's mm-hmm. third and ten. What do I do? Ask Madden. Now, the only reason that function exists is because he was such a great football mind. Mm-hmm. You would want to ask a great football mind yeah. what to do for that play in that position. I don't think he realized how important the lines were until Madden. Yeah. Madden always gave a fuck about offensive lines right. and defensive lines. Right. But if you're a novice football fan, you just like, I receivers score touchdowns. Boom. Mm-hmm. Running back score touchdowns. That's what matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he was a guy that was always talking about when I was a kid, the Cowboys offensive line. Right. That's, and that's the same thing Romo's doing. He's just opening up your understanding of what football is. And it's important for the viewer, man. It is unprecedented how much more interesting a game becomes once you know the nuance of it. Yeah. Right? Like, we basketball is such an easily digestible game. It's like you throw a ball up in the air, and if it goes in that little hoop, then it's good. If it doesn't go in the hoop, then it's bad. God so damn. now you can have a date go to a basketball game with you and pretty much understand what's happening. Right. I think it was the play right before the last play when Burks had ran, Burke had ran it in. And Romo was just like, you can't do the play action again. You're going to run hear it. the excitement in his voice. He's yep. like, you got to get Gronk out wide because he's he's got a safety on him. You got to go to him. It's third and 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, gets, Ro- gets Gronk out wide. Boom, hits him in the sideline, catches over, goes out of bounds. It's pretty much fucking ball game right over there. I think that's another conversation we got to have about uh, Gronk having the best hands of any receiver in history. I don't know about his history. I, I cannot remember. I cannot remember Gronk dropping a pass that was a big play. He has the most, he's probably, I think him being so physical is what helps his hands. Without a doubt. Hands are great. Without a doubt. But, but I think it helps that he's built like fucking like John Cena. But absolutely. <laughs> and it, it helps that anybody his size can't run with him. Yeah, that's true. And anybody that can run with him is too little to win a jump ball. He mm. also tends to, the the routes he run, not to take anything away from him, sure, sure, they sure. just tend to be higher percentage routes. Whereas he's not running 65 down the yard, down the field on a fly Absolutely. route, getting the ball thrown up to him. Absolutely. It's a little 10, 7 yard outs yeah. or something like that. Absolutely. 20, 30, whatever, but, but nothing. A guy who catches like that with contact, it's never not contact, yeah. right. right? We're not talking about Julio Jones who's going to break away. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Julio's got great hands too, and AB, great hands as well. But you have to put him on. Dude, the reliability he's alone. Yeah, you yeah, just throw the ball up. I have. The utmost confidence that yeah. Romo's coming, that uh, the Gronk is coming down with it. Right. I have more confidence that he's coming down with it than Julio if they're going up for a jump ball. Yeah. And is that because of the size discrepancy the person is guarding him? Maybe. And that is something we need to factor into the Brady conversation to segue into that. Mm. Brady has Belichick. Brady has Gronk. Brady has Belichick again. Like Belichick <laughs> needs that much. Listen, listen. And this is going to go into my conversation. And put mind that, you, put I, that take, out there. I take no. Joy in saying this either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we all say, well, Brady has Belichick, Brady has Gronk. Yo, Gronk and Belichick have Brady. <laughs> it's not the other way around, bro. Like, it's been 18 years. Nobody in the history of sports, in the history of sports, has had an 18 year championship window. Motherfucker, Jordan's championship window, six years. The Lakers, Kobe and Shaq, Three years. Duncan? The dunk, dun, Duncan, the championship window was maybe like... 99-2000, I think that's the first one. 99-2000, but they were never like knocked in the, AF, in the in the Western Conference Finals like that. Yeah. Like, they, they were in there a lot, but not as consistently as the Patriots to me. Right. Might be close. They might be the closest next, right. to, next to the Patriots. Not the Yankees. Like, they have more championships, but, sure. like, it comes and goes. Like, they'll yeah. be hot for, like, five years. They started they playing off. baseball in the 1800s. Yeah, th- th- yeah. That, too. Yeah. And the one constant 
has always been Tom Brady. That motherfucker is the greatest athlete in the history of team sports. The greatest. Basically, Be- the combo we're having right Michael now Jordan. is, is Brady better than Jordan? Greater than You Michael. think that he's better than Jordan? I think he's had a greater career than Michael Jordan. Jordan and had it, Phil. Jordan had Phil. And I'll also say this. That Jordan, drive no, We can talk about it. No, no, let's, let's talk about it. That drive yesterday, it's in overtime. Patriots have third and ten in their own territory. You don't get this, you punt. Mm-hmm. Or third and nine, maybe. Completion. Third and ten, deep ball to Gronk. Mm-hmm. Another third and ten, another completion. Three third and nine, third and tens in a row. In overtime. In overtime. That's a low percentage play. To hit three in a yeah. row? Yeah. Like clockwork? That's worth something. Dog. And and when the Edelman, entire world, Gronk, Gronk. yeah, <laughs> Chris Hogan made a hell of a fucking catch. Dude. Oh yeah, we got a shout that out, to Chris. One-handed that one handed fucking yeah. snatch, man. And yeah, you can say like they get lucky, they get a lot of calls no. that go their way, but no, like, no, bro, you, you got to be luck. in that position to make. You create those your own luck. luck. He thread dude, the need. Like. There's one pass to Gronk. It wasn't the one where he threw it up. It was the one where Gronk ran that. I think he lined up in the slot and he ran that little in, mm-hmm. um, or I don't know what it, what would it be called a slant. It's like five yards out straight and then you slant. I think a flag is what it's called. Flag. Yeah, and yeah, it, basically around. the throw is in between the corners on his outside mm-hmm. and then the the uh, probably the linebacker or safety. Yeah. The, 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 the corner and the safety are supposed to squeeze him, essentially, on the throw. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he throws it. We're talking about a needle. half a foot window. The window's this big. This big. Catches it <laughs> and literally falls in between <laughs> the corner and the safety. And, and that's third down and 10. If that's off... By six feet, but yeah. that's all by six inches in any direction. Yeah. It's knocked by either the corner of the safety. And it's one of those things where it's like, maybe it's been so effortless that we're not giving him the credit he fucking we're deserves. We're not. Maybe he's we so wildly not. unathletic looking that's that we're not thing. giving him the credit he deserves. We have this We have this vision of what, what an, an athlete all-time looks great like. athlete yeah. looks like. And you think of Tom Brady and those fucking combine videos running that shitty 40 with the baggy shirt, and you're like, this guy's not the greatest team athlete of all time. Yeah. He's not. You look at Michael Jordan and be like, oh yeah, he's got all the moments. He's Duncan got the highlights. The free throw line. He's got the Duncan. He's got the sneakers. He's got all that shit. And... Gra- and yeah. Trust me, I get. I take no pleasure in nah, saying anybody's nah, greater. What's nah, your argument? I could. I could. I could. I, could, I, got, a I good, take, got a good argument. I could take every argument you have for Jordan and tell you why Brady is more impressive. I'll be honest so, with you. Six Tom, 0 in the finals. Ready? All right. There's Tom, a lot of years. Tom Brady's bitch is hotter. Tom Brady got a lot of bitches. <laughs> Tom Brady get way better bitches than Jordan, yo. That, that Tom Brady ever never been seen with a Juanita. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm just, he got I'm a just... Giselle, mother. How dare you disrespect <laughs> Tom nah, Brady Jordan, with Jordan a Juanita? New, Jordan, Jordan new piece is bad though. That Cuban model. She fifty. You think Tom Brady gonna get divorced and then marry a fifty year old woman? <laughs> he waiting for Giselle's first daughter or some shit to get old enough. <laughs> so like I told you, I can't give it up to Brady yet because I know he has a scandal coming. He's, Who gives a fuck? He's, he's too clean. He's, he he's has skated clean. through all the scandals, no, 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 no. though. He's going to have R. Kelly. He's going to have something. He's going to have a, he's gonna have a he's crazy one. all the gates. What's that and it's still over here. He got suspended because. for a whole year, came back, won a Super Bowl that year. So if he has. He like skated a, through everything. If dude. he has an R. Kelly scandal come out, like an R. Kelly level scandal. The fact that he needs the R. Kelly scandal to be brought down to let you know he's the goal. Hold on. Hold on. Alex, you're wearing a sweatshirt shirt that says what? Keep that same energy. Now, who is the greatest musician of all time? Oh, shit. Mm. 
MJ. <laughs> and did he ever have any scandals? N- yeah, but nothing that was. <laughs> he wasn't guilty. What you mean? Yo, this guy's like crazy. we had this conversation so he already. Deflated little kids' futures. <laughs> <laughs> we had this conversation already, here, man. All right, so give, give Dude me, had me, to put a glove on to keep the reason. smell of babies' butts off of his fingers, bro. <laughs> nah, that's really just it. I'm give just, me a reason. I'm not gonna give it up because I know something's coming. Six, Who, yeah, six, something's hold coming. on, what Jordan, does that have to do with him Jordan, as a football player? Because the same way how we had to cancel R. Kelly because of this, like uh, they, you can't give it up. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. What little boy's top rated foot? That's the greatest quarterback of all time. Listen, he don't fuck him. He just kiss him on the mouth. That's it. Kiss his tongue on the mouth with some tongue. What's it's up? Different. That's love, right? He, he, oh, he's, he's that too, don't make him throw less touchdowns. He's too corny to be the goat, though. Like, did you see the the interview after Your the game, Brian son? Bro. He's just too corny. Bro, like, I can't give front, it up to him. You know what it it's is? It's a front. It might be it's a, a front, son, dude. He walked back into he the stadium. You heard about this? Where he walked back in the stadium, somebody overheard him. He was just saying to himself, "I'm the baddest motherfucker on the planet. I'm the baddest motherfucker on the planet." We already talked about this. Remember last year, there was some meme somebody posted of a guy talking to his girl and then Tom Brady, com- it was like a fuck Jerry meme or something. Yeah. Tom Brady, Brady commented, if you're explaining, you're losing. That's it. If you explain it to your girl, you losing. He an alpha, alpha, alpha. No, there's so this many the stories. This is the foremost alpha of the world. Yeah, there's but when so he many won, stories he out there about his Tom wife and, and his mom. Hold on, one combo at a time. What? When he won, he thanked his mom and his wife. Yes. If a black dude did that, you would think he was a fucking superhero. Yes. Nah. That's what every black dude do. It's First front, start bro. start with I'm the shit it's and then front. thank him after. Who does that? Jordan didn't do that. Nah, Jordan did that. <laughs> he did that in his Hall of Fame press speech. There you go. He was the goat before that. That shit is hard. That's shit. He was the goat before that, you're not, yeah, you're not yeah, reading yeah. between the lines, Alex. Yo, not you, you lines. taking him serious, son? <laughs> Why do you take this guy serious? He don't even know what he's arguing. I just need I it to be known. He I don't no care if Tom Brady arguing. molests nobody. He's still the greatest. What? Tom Brady didn't molest nobody. That, that's a fact. Bro. Nah, that's it's coming. Never, I don't give a fuck. I'm letting so everybody know well, right now. I just don't remember, give a fuck. just remember, I said it first. That's it. What's coming? What just, could he possibly do? He wears Uggs. It. You're not gonna molest He's, nobody in fucking Uggs. He coming. is a Super Bowl <laughs> winning face of the league who routinely sweeps shit under the rug yeah. with a supermodel wife from Boston. Do you think they're ever going to cancel him for anything Can we ever? just back up for one second? Never! He knocked up a girl and then broke up with her while she was pregnant <laughs> and then married a Victoria's Secret model. Not even a Victoria, the Victoria's Secret If Tom Brady isn't the blackest quarterback... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who the fuck is. This dude is the goat. Show some love, bro. Yo, this, Go, bro. This right, maybe I, I gotta reevaluate. This is the goat, bro. You gotta give it up. I, yo, I I hated on Tom Brady. Tom Brady, Brady my whole started. Life. Bitches be tripping. I grew up in Jets. He started his shit. My baby mama fucking. I'm getting rid of this bitch. Give me one from Brazil. <laughs> this one I knew Tom Brady was a, was a real motherfucker. Is I remember the year they went 16 and 0. They lost thanks to the Giants, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, some Pittsburgh Steelers cornerback was saying he's not that great. We're gonna beat him. I don't give Tom Brady's overrated. Whatever. Tom Brady goes on the radio. He's like, all right, we'll see what happens in the game. 
throws the first two touchdowns on him, and then after the first touchdown, he runs up to him and starts talking shit in his face. No quarterback is doing that. Mm. Every other quarterback is like, yeah, you know, talk is cheap. We'll see what happens, whatever. Throw a touchdown, maybe give a smug bitch-ass look. Tom Brady went in that motherfucker's face and started jawing It's a front, dude. It's it's like, judge me by my game, not by my post-game interviews. You judging him by the post game interviews. I just judging by what he's Takashi, saying during the son, game, bro. yo. I just like that Takashi shit. Just bro, show me no, a little he something. Is you're, not, you're not reading between the lines. You gotta watch him during the game. He does I, I shit just it. like what Akash said. Yeah. He does shit where you're just like, oh nah, that's a savage motherfucker right there. Have you ever, have you ever seen him mic'd up? Uh, I don't think so. You gotta watch. You want to know up. why? <laughs> Cause it would destroy everybody's image of Tom Brady. Because he's up in everybody's face telling they ain't fucking shit. How many times do you see a black quarterback in the media getting fucking rang out? Like, oh my god, look at this guy. He can't compose himself on the sidelines. The first thing that black athlete does all the time is show videos of Tom Brady flipping out on everybody (laughs) on his fucking team. Like, how come we don't come out, Tom? Tom's been to nine fucking Super Bowls. (laughs) Like, he can do Uh, that shit. This is one thing in (laughs) argument against Brady's greatness. Yeah. This dude on the ticket always talks about it. Brady has now played in nine Super Bowls. He has played in his 18-year career more Super Bowls than he has road playoff games because (laughs) they play in a dog shit division. So they are pretty much guaranteed six wins every year. The Jets have not been good in a half a century. Mm. The Bills have not been good since the early 90s. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The Dolphins have not been good since the 70s. I have an argument for that. So, and I still think Brady's the greatest, but that... That tends to get you a one or two seed, and you don't have to play many playoff road playoff games. And the Patriots aren't great on the road. I did remember, I did say I wouldn't bet pick them, but I wouldn't bet against the Patriots just because Mahomes was too young. I thought right. to win it all, but he didn't play. He's played in eight road playoff games in an 18-year career. Real quick, we we should shout out uh, Jim Kelly for overcoming cancer for the fourth time. Oh, or shout out to Jim Kelly, man. Word. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, Kelly's tough. couldn't <laughs> win a Super Bowl in four tries. <laughs> <laughs> but, but somehow managed to beat cancer, son. This motherfucker. I couldn't figure it out. Sometimes you got to get the real wins account. You know what I mean? Give him four. After he lost the four Super Bowls, like, God, come on, son. I was like, don't worry, I got you, bro. As long as you don't diagnose him with Emmitt Smith, he's going to be just fine. That's an inside football joke. That's a deep Um, Nah, so the division, right? Like, that's to say, like, First off, the NFL has like this is the division argument turned. Uh, just explain where we're saying going. that the, the the reason why Brady's been there is because he hasn't played a lot of road playoff games because he plays in the shitty division. Right, right. The NFL has been built off of parody. Right, the sun right. the sun could shine on a dog's ass at least once a year. Like right. the fucking Jaguars were this close from being in the, in the Super Bowl last year. Look at them now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like to say that the division is whack. That's not a knock on the division. That's just because Tom Brady has made these motherfuckers look whack every fucking year, well, dude. Like now, that's a valid every point, fucking but. year. If Blake Bortles was this close from being a Super Bowl quarterback, what's the difference between Mark Sanchez, from Tyrod Taylor, from Ryan Tannehill, from all these bum ass quarterbacks who go to the to, to the Super Bowl? At, maybe not this year because Jared Goff's pretty good, but once a year. There's always at least one quarterback like goddamn like Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco was a motherfucking Super Bowl quarterback. Right. What does that really tell you about anything? You know what I'm saying? Tom Brady has just been bitching motherfuckers his entire That's valid, career. but he only plays them two games out of each team. He plays two games out of 16. So the Dolphins to be shitty for so long. Mm-hmm. You only play the Patriots one-eighth of your games. Mm-hmm. But 
That being said, they still do have to win. They still have to win. They still have to win in the playoffs, right? Winning is not easy. And you're not going to play at home in the Super Bowl ever. Right. Right? So, or rarely, right? Uh, That's pure luck if you are going to do that. Uh, So... That's valid too. So you the, the Super at Bowl the is a road game. At the end of the day, the Super Bowl is a road game, and you're going to have to beat the best team from this other division, who might have way more competition. But they still got to beat that team, right? And he's he's pretty exceptional he's at doing that. The, yeah, and you know what's crazy? Actually, every one of their Super Bowls has been decided by the final possession, pretty yep. much. Which is insane that he's five and three. Yeah. Given the circumstances. He's a handful of players from being 8-0. and o. Son, we're talking about a missed field goal. We're a talking about David goal. Tyree not catching a fucking football <laughs> off his helmet. Yeah. Like, Ooh. this is... Now, granted, he's going to have some special. places that he's yeah. going to have some places as well. Yeah. The Tyree thing is the one luck thing. I think the Eagles outplayed them last year, which I hate to admit. Mm. I thought the Eagles deserved that win. Okay. Yeah. The special's a fucking yeah. great play all day. Mm-hmm. And then the Giants... Last second drive, but I was just like, they just make the Patriots look not like the Patriots. Yeah. That's just what they did. Yeah. Um, and that's the only way to beat them. Tom Brady 0-3 against the NFC East in the Super Bowl. Isn't that crazy? Why is that? That's all his losses. I don't know. I mean, just, he just, I think he just went up against good defensive lines. And this could Cold be interesting weather, maybe? for the Rams. But the Super Bowl is going to be where the Super Bowl is. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe those teams are just used to so I don't those know. teams, what all, all of them had in common, this is something uh, my boy Pete brought up, is all of them get pressure with just their front four. And that seems to be something that, now I said this about the Chargers and he ate their ass for like right. nothing, but that seems to be something that can give Brady trouble. I think it gives every, any quarterback trouble. Yeah, but yeah. especially, you don't need to just hang everybody back, your front four gets pressure. Right. The Eagles had eight great defensive linemen just rotating. Right. So they're always fresh. Right. Giants had Strahan, OCU Minora, Justin Tuck, and whoever the fuck else they needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the NASCAR package. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that is a great point. And then the you get to... have that. Yeah, and if you get they to do. sit people back... You actually get those li- those linebackers can kind of place themselves in position to stop those quick five yard outs that they yeah. l- they eat on all fucking right. game long. Right. That is very interesting. But if you can't get any push on that defensive line, you're fucked. No. Brady's going to eat you alive. You know who I think mm-hmm. the Super Bowl is going to come down to is, is Sue. If you, Imdom, what is his name? Damakong Sue. Damak. Damakung Su. If Damakung, the end is silent. Oh, Damakung Su. If Damakung Su, is that Nigerian? Mm, I think it's Cameroon. Cameroonian. Fake ass Nigerians. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's uh, how you know Nigerians are successful when Cameroon. you stop knowing Nigerians, Nigerians that are successful. <laughs> like, you know, countries, oh, you know, people from ancient countries, like they know every person who's successful. From, like, Eden. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, where are you from again? <laughs> yeah. Nah, he's from, Ed is from uh, Nicaragua. Okay. Do you know who's your most famous uh, athlete? <laughs> Damn, y'all, y'all. India, so now I'm saying. No, you know, player. you know, uh, what's it called? Boom, boom, boom. The boxer, Ricardo Mayorga. There you go. Right, but whatever. You're too American, I guess. But motherfuckers <laughs> that are from a country that's really small mm. know everyone that made it out. Mm. Like even Canada, Canada. Like Canadians know every famous of Canadian, course. and they love to remind Ryan Gosling's really from Vancouver. <laughs> Who gives a fuck, motherfucker? Knows really with the Haitians too. Of course. Haitian's always, oh, you know, Usher's Haitian. Boom. Usher's not Haitian, bro. <laughs> but, but if he got like 10%, he's like how white yeah. people are, like, I'm actually Spanish. <laughs> 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 but that's how many successful Nigerians are now. Yeah, Y'all yeah. lost count. Yeah, but he's not Nigerian. He's not, I'm pretty sure he's from Cameroon. We wouldn't Most know. I, I, I know for a fact. All right, fact. Fine. I'll, I'll, I'll anyway, say why. Brady, wait, you want to say why? No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay you want to deal with that Cameroonian smoke? <laughs> no, I really do not. So I think if, so Sue didn't have a great year, but all of a sudden in the playoffs, he just started tearing All that matters. Up. And it seemed like 
Again, dude from the ticket has a theory. Wade Phillips, the defensive coordinator, told Sue, just don't take it easy. We're going to be fine. Tell the playoffs. Save it. Now he had two great games, and then he gets a week off, and then he gets the Super Bowl. It's on. So if that's what it was, and he's rested and ready, and he can raise hell with uh, Aaron Donald, Mm. who I assume is just going to do what he always does, that could fuck Brady up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know who I'm rooting for in this, this game, which is weird for me. Normally, I have one very clear, like I want them to win. Um, yeah, I, kinda, I, still, I want I still, neither of them to win in a weird way. Yeah, I'm I, still never going to root for Tom Brady. <laughs> let's keep it very Boston clear. The craziest, for as much as they bitch and moan about having bad luck, they have the craziest string of sports luck I will ever, any oh, of us yeah. will ever see. Fucking yeah. hell. But at least they know and love sports. L.A., yes. 10% of you know and love sports and act like the whole city knows and loves sports. Yes. 90% of you are never going to make it actors. Y'all love sports <laughs> like women love their new friend. <laughs> You know, you know how like a bitch will meet this a girl at yoga, and yeah. she's like, "She's my best friend." Yeah. What's your name? Cla- I hate Claire. Those bitches, Claire. Yo. Oh, it's Claire. Yeah, Claire's my best friend. I can't Claire. literally finish each other's sentences. Son, YG don't know four players like on the Rams. YG up there he dancing and shit because they know the same gang members. That's it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you know, look, you know, Marky Mark Mark. It <laughs> <laughs> was on the streets. Nah, fuck that. Oh, None of them know God. jack shit, and they're all celebrating and whatever. Do your fucking thing. But at least. One, two things. One, at least Boston loves their teams. Yeah. And two, at least they know them. Right. Even these ugly Boston chicks up there know the players that's on the team. That's a sports culture over there. I, I couldn't. If, if Julian Edelman could walk in right now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't no know clue. who he is. About you, Chris Hogan? I don't know. You, I don't, you're one of the white guys. Son, Tom Brady we got no fucking clip. I think he was a no fucking barista. I'd be like, you're a barista in good shape. That's why I feel so bad about, like, you ever see those viral videos where it's like, oh, it's like fucking, uh, I don't know, like uh, Nick Foles working undercover in a fucking store. Yeah. And he's like selling them the jerseys. Like, dude, nobody knows who the fucking NFL players look right. like. Bro, all, that bro. is white privilege, bro. <laughs> is that you could be a multiple Super Bowl champion and not get pussy off no. of it. <laughs> 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 you gotta prove. No, come back to us. I'll show you the uh, rings. I'll show you the no, rings. No, I can walk around just just walk around in the city during an NBA draft week. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> and get some sort of residual pussy just for being tall and black. And it's like, oh yeah, he's got him. I know him. Bro, every summer league, for the Rockets, son, it's so funny. Whenever I'm in Vegas, there's all these dudes that clearly are there to get the residual pussy. Like, you're not on a team, bro. Your knees are touching when you walk. We know for a fact, but these girls at the club have got no clue. No fucking clue. Tall black guy. Meal ticket. Yeah. yeah. Facts. Super facts. Anyway. I hope it never changes. So we're saying Brady is better than Jordan. I don't even know uh, I if I can Brady go there, the, there yet. There's, but the there's, a, there's a. I think you got a case, son. This just you, for it, the fact, the longevity alone. Yeah. Then on top of that, what do you want to? What do you want to do? You want to do stats? Brady owns all the stats. You want to do rings? Brady owns all the rings. Do you want to? And it's about, harder to hit for him to get those rings. Yeah. It's harder for we him have to get to those rings. That. Yeah. He plays the hardest position in teams, yep. sports, yep. NFL quarterback. There was nothing, there's no position in every team no. sport that is harder than playing an NFL quarterback. And he has done it as good, better than anybody has for the past 18 years. And at 41 years old, at the very bare minimum, you could say, what was Jordan doing at age 40? What was Tom Brady doing at age 40? And the conversation could end right fucking That's there. It. It's over. It's, yeah, it's absolutely over. And you can't even use the Belichick argument because, like you said earlier, Jordan had Phil. Jordan yeah. did have Phil. Jordan had Phil. And let's not forget, Phil brought their ass... Mm-hmm. Very close to another ring without Jordan. Here's the thing. And that's, Game that's six another of the thing. semis with their best player is Scottie Pippen. Mm-hmm. Very close. Second best player is Tony Kukoc. 
Only because uh, the Knicks balled out that one year. That's the only reason why they go to the finals. That one season that they balled out. But the one thing is, okay, people can say, oh, well, jo- Jordan never lost in the championship. He can't. He went 6-0 in the finals. I'm like, all right, let's do the math. How many seasons did Jordan play? 15, yeah. 16, 17? It's a lot of seasons that I he make this make argument the too. Playoffs. Exactly. It's like if you lose That's in like, the conference finals or you lose in the first round, that also counts as losing yeah. in the finals. That fucking counts, exactly. Because <laughs> you like, didn't well, get to the finals. You got to yeah. fucking get there to be exactly. You got to be That's in the fucking That's why I hate it when people knock LeBron for that. It's like, if you don't even get there, that's still an L. Exactly. Why are we counting only the L's exactly. in the finals? No. Exactly. It doesn't make, well, it doesn't make sense. All right. Listen. Let's transition. Um, I think that was a lot of great. God, we're great at talking about football. I'm not going to lie. Everybody mm. listening right now that's not even a football fan, you're tell welcome. me you're not excited. You're welcome. <laughs> tell, me, tell me you're not even a little excited, right? I know some of y'all kick football fans out there trying to throw spirals. I know you got your socks in your hands trying to learn how to throw. All right, Akash, what, oh what are we God. thinking for next, man? Which direction are we going in? You want to do more sports? You want to do NBA or comedy or documentaries? There is the Carson Wentz story we could also touch on if you wanted. Mm, um, I think we've touched a lot. Yeah, I think today. we fuck with football. You know, I want to do Firefest. I want to first shout out real quick Sebastian Maniscalco. He's a comedian. Some so of you funny. might know him. Some oh, of you I saw a shit on Netflix this week. That's your bands? No, it's not my friend. I, I've met oh, him. Yeah. One, I met him uh, maybe a couple times. Very nice guy. I actually saw him perform when I managed a restaurant in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is years ago. He performed at the at the co- at the uh, restaurant. They had a comedy night there. It's actually where I started, and he was absolutely brilliant. And uh, he just sold out four straight shows at Mass. Square Garden in the round. Mm. Okay? Four shows in the round at Madison Square Garden. Explain That's probably... Oh, so the difference is when more you perform... Seats, right? it's More seats. Yeah, yeah. So essentially, like when you perform just on one side, you lose all the seats behind you. Yeah, right? half the stadium. I would say, let's say a 10% to 20%. Okay. Right? Let's just be as... Comedy is a small thing. For an actual like a band... That's different. They're right. going to take a big set, whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you perform in the round, you got literally, I bet there's 20,000 people there, maybe more. Four of those, 80,000 tickets. Hmm. Right. I, there's, an, there's a video, a friend of mine went and she showed me, there's fucking smoke shooting up. It's like when Kevin Hart. Yeah. yeah. It's like when he's Kevin Hart. doing Kevin Hart shit. So yeah. here's the thing that's amazing he's doing Kevin Hart shit, right? Kevin Hart, obviously, we know from television. We know he had multiple television shows, multiple movies, right? We know about Kevin Hart from all these things. What movie do you know Sebastian from? Zero. <laughs> what TV show do you know Sebastian? I just saw, I I saw some bits on Instagram, and then when I saw the shit on Netflix, I'm like, God damn, it's Radio City? Can I, can like, I tell you my Sebastian story? Real, real quick, okay, real quick. Okay. I just want to get this point out. This is the guy who sold out Madison Square Garden four times. Yeah. The guy has done it without traditional TV or movie or industry backing. The guy's done it all in the strength. It actually started on Facebook videos. Mm. He just released some of the act on Facebook. And it actually was so good and it resonated. And he's been doing this for a while. He's been doing th- it's not like out of nowhere. He's been doing theaters it's for been a, a while. Very slow burn. It's been a slow burn, but he's been burning. But the one I think chance, the big shout out opportunity he got, he did Vince Vaughn's Wild West comedy tour that was in over theaters. A ago. Over a decade. And four other people did that with him and their careers aren't where yeah. his is. He resonated. It shows you two things. One, the cream does rise to the top. Mm-hmm. And two, the industry has no fucking clue what they're doing because they try to make a pilot with this guy every year and they can't make it happen. He sold out the garden four nights in a row. They can't make it. And they and they just can't wrap their heads around what to do with him. I'm telling you, the game is completely transitioning. That's why we're doing what we're doing, obviously, on YouTube 
And I just love to see him as a prime example of what happened. Now, you were saying with your story. So I saw him after you. Yeah, yeah. You saw him first. <laughs> Don't forget. Um, <laughs> but I remember there was, a, there was a black show at the comedy store called Tripping on Tuesday. Trippin on Tuesday. This is 2007, probably. Mm-hmm. And I see, and he's not, Sebastian at this point is not, now he's this amazing performer. Yes. Like his, his physicality is crazy. Right. I saw him, he wasn't there yet with that, but I'll never forget, he comes on stage, this white dude in an all black room, and Trippin' on Tuesday wasn't super hood, yeah. but it was definitely a little hood. Yeah. Mm. Comes on stage, dead quiet. And he just walks the stage a little bit, just soaks in the silence. And then one black girl's like, woo! And then he's just like, I like that. I like confidence. <laughs> and then he just sits in that kind of like, cocky Italian thing he has and this motherfucker destroyed that room mm, this, is two, this is tw- uh, 12 years ago now harder than any black white whatever comic I have ever seen to the point that Tony Roberts the host of the show came on stage and just start, just laughed for the next two minutes about how funny he thought Sebastian was and I'll never forget that confidence coming into that room as a white dude where you would think he would be like oh fuck and no like I'm the corny white guy just did his Damn. act fucking straight up alpha male and just destroyed the room you know why i like sebastian because i don't know if it's because i grew up in staten island but here like every it's because you grew up in staten island (laughs) (laughs) that like every if if a black guy has a white friend that's him. He's the white friend. <laughs> like, especially in Staten Island. He is the white friend, dude. Like, yeah, especially in Staten Island. You don't even... Sicilians be- literally tried to find an island the same size that wasn't part of Italy. And they <laughs> found one right off of Manhattan called Staten Island. And they just recreated everything they did in Sicily there. And you grew up oh, yeah. around it. And I grew up all Most around Most people know Staten Island from Wu-Tang. Yeah. It's a lot less Wu-Tang. Yeah. And a lot more... Park Hill, Sebastian. where Wu-Tang yeah. grew up, yeah. is literally like three blocks. It's uphill. <laughs> like, that shit is uphill. Is but the Italians surrounding yeah. that motherfucker? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That shit, is, that shit is populated. You know what I mean? But he's fucking hilarious, dude. I, if you've seen this shit on Netflix... This week. I but think I always thought he was really week. funny. You all, we always thought he was really Great. funny. If you saw him yeah. before, me, like, yo, this dude is funny. And then all of a sudden, I remember four or five years ago hearing he was selling out everywhere in Long Island. I was like, oh, maybe that's his audience. Ten theater then shows I'm walking in a row. by. Yeah. I used to live by Radio City before I went broke. And <laughs> massive <clears throat> line outside of Radio City. Yeah. And I'm like, who the fuck are y'all lining up for? And then I see Sebastian Maniscalco pictures. This is last year. And then I'm like, yo, Sebastian doing Radio City? Mm-hmm. Then a couple months ago, my cousin's like, yo, you know this guy Sebastian Maniscalco? And I'm like, what? How? How the fuck is this happening? <laughs> the, uh, and to your point, everything is changing, and they're, we're bombarded with so much shit. There's so many avenues to make it. I have no idea to this day what his avenue was. You just said Facebook. That's the first. I, I've been wondering. That's the whole time. what I was I told. It. it was Facebook videos. I, it I mean, Facebook. I'll be honest with you. It's not that different than what happened with me and YouTube. Mm. You know, I went from a guy who was just doing regular weekends at comedy clubs to selling out comedy shows internationally not theaters level of sebastian you know what i mean but in a very short time from just having these clips kind of go viral on youtube and it's one of those things where it's like people people always be like, oh what do you do when people like troll you on the internet or say fucked up shit to you on twitter this that the other i was like i would not pay them any attention mm-hmm. do you know who i fucking respond to every time those people who go yo i just shared your clip with all my friends in a group chat yeah the group chat changed my career Mm. Yeah, you're right. People sharing my fucking cl- and thank you because I know there's people listening to this right now that you are those influencers in your friend group where you're sharing the clips with everybody yep. and we even have it in our group chats. Oh yeah, for sure. We, all the time, little sports Any clips or even anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, that shit has it made Sebastian sell out Madison Square Garden four times? 
you know, it's made my career, made me do what I want, have been able to do, et cetera, you know, um, with views from the CIS coming out in March and the YouTube and everything that we've been doing. I cannot tell you how this shit is driven by people and not the industry. Yeah. Those execs do not have the power that they like used music. to have. It's, it's just, just like, like music. music. And I was telling motherfuckers, it's like baby five, bladder, six years ago. Go. Go. Uh, baby bladder. <laughs> I, I was telling the people this five, six years ago, dog. Like, I've sat in these meetings. Mm-hmm. The One, they're not that smart. Two, a lot of them are sitting around figuring out Oh, this shit is popping. We need to hop on that, or instead of what's next. To, yeah, yeah, like they don't know what's next. They wait for us to pop. Yes, and then they hop on the backs. They're not pushing a the culture. They're do not they pushing. Think, a, do you think person who's listening to this that's trying to make their career pop, musician, actor, comedian, whatever? Do you think that these people are looking for unknowns? And it's like, hey, we're gonna make this person popping. We're gonna make this person star. No. They're waiting for you to get popping on your own. And then they want to so take a piece. they can save their own jobs and they can take a piece of what you got. You know what I'm saying? I know it takes a lot of balls to just like trust yourself and yep. trust the process Let's and go. be like, listen, like, I've seen it happen way too many times to not be like, hey, man, if you got some shit that's working for you, <clears throat> do it. Do that shit, bro. Because they're not making money like they used to. No. Back in the day, they'd be making so much money that they would take chances on artists. Yeah. Right? They'd be yeah. like, oh, I think we could do something with him. Like, because oh, this they were Let's so make five more of those. Boom, right? You know I mean? But now, they're penny pinching so hard because not only music, comedy, and TV, all that kind all of stuff. All forms of entertainment. Everything, because the power is really going back to us. We could create a fucking Patreon the size of our Patreon mm-hmm. without the execs, just mm-hmm. straight to the people. We create this podcast. We could do these things, right? So now that they're penny pinching, they can't take those risks no more. Nah. They got to go, oh, you sold out the garden four times? I think we can make a show with you. Oh, you think? <laughs> oh, you think when I got 80,000 people to come out in two days wow. yeah, that you can, fuck yourself. people might, <laughs> you think people might like the product I'm putting they're gonna, they're gonna try and convince you to let them get a piece of your pie. Let us so, help you. And make it seem like it's good for you. Bro, it's, and in most ca- some cases it might be. Some cases it might be. Some cases they will bend over backwards and give you all types of fucking uh, uh, percentages and, and free fucking producer cr- all that type of shit whatever in some cases you might get lucky they will bend to your will a lot of times they're just trying to cover make them bend <laughs> make them fucking make them bend. bend that's Yo, what I said it's crazy I just heard about Sebastian today mm-hmm. and oh yeah his friend his it's friend like, was telling him yeah, yeah like I was just surprised because I've never even heard his name before yeah. and then I was like oh who's this some young new comic or whatever he's like nah I think he's like 40s mid 40s I was like why are you listening to him? I was like, nah, he's he's oh, the funny. dude right now. I'm like, yo, this is like reminds me of like uh, Dane Cook esque, but Absolute, he's actually yeah. like yeah. this guy got the juice right. Now. Like, like, that's what's up. I don't want to. I don't want to compare him to like Dice Clay or something like that. But like, because he's not as like uh, he's, not he's not like a gimmick. polarizing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he's, you could tell he's just being himself. Well, More so, he's not as he's blue. Not, yeah, and he's right. not, Dice was very blue, and he was saying things that would possibly offend people. You're not going to be offended at. Yeah. Oh, at, he's uh, not taking any stands on anything. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. And sometimes, which I like, exactly, it's refreshing. Sometimes we need that. As yeah. much as like my comedy, your comedy is about taking stands and fucked up hard to handle stands. There is at the end of the day, like people like just listening to fun music. Mm-hmm. They like like smile, bitches, vibes, bro. Like he's oh a vibe. Gosh. He's a fun vibe. Yep. Like you could with 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 Sebastian. The reason why he's selling all these tickets is because the whole family goes. Yeah. That's so, a great point. Yeah. Same thing with Seinfeld. Like Seinfeld don't sell one ticket. It's Seinfeld's so weird. parents, the kids, that's four tickets. Uh, it's Kevin so weird. Hart. Does he Kevin curse? Hart, same thing. Kevin Hart, the whole family. Fi- no, no, he doesn't curse, clean, right? Clean, clean. Yo, I was watching Barely. this shit 
and it felt like I was like watching some fucking like dirty like so that's person comic. And the more I'm listening, I'm like, this motherfucker. So that's the thing. Like either. there are like, comics that like how? try to be clean, yeah. and you can tell that their material sucks because they're trying. Yeah. And then there are comics that just are naturally funny without cursing. Mm. It's not they're uh, they're not trying to do it that way. Brian Regan is like that. Uh, Ryan Hamilton is like that. These are comics that are just naturally clean people. So when they do their comedy, that's the way it comes across. Yeah. And you never know if they're working clean or not. It's always like, oh shit, yeah. I guess he is. Yeah. That seems to be fine. I also think part of the selling is, yeah, you can take the whole family, and that's probably more the point, but I also thought, because I had a comic friend who was like, Sebastian, very funny, gifted, blah, 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 but I just hate that he doesn't take any stands. Right. And I'm like, bruh, I think people in general don't give a fuck what comedians think about stuff, yeah. which is I a disagree. discredit to what we do, yep. but I think, generally speaking, it's like every comic taking a fucking stand. I'm so tired of this. I just watch one human being not taking a stand on something. I... I disagree with it, and that's not for self-preservation, but I disagree, and I was talking to Hafiz about this uh, on his podcast, The Roommates Podcast. Um, when will that episode be? At March, right? But uh, but we were talking about this earlier. I think the reason why... I think two things. I think the reason why comics get so much scrutiny and like musicians mm. don't and all these other like uh, painters and all these other artists don't is they know our power. Mm. And I think they know how much people value what we say and they know that comedy is the perfect Trojan horse to get it in someone's soul. Like, we were raised, whether we like it or not, with concepts from Chris Rock. Oh, I absolutely was. They, they, I, wrote a, I wrote a whole fucking essay about that shit in college. Like, what was it about? Just about like how Chris Rock curated... Not he was the, he was the main focus, but I was talking about how standard comedians are the modern day philosophers, without a doubt. Whereas uh, you know a guy like Chris Rock has taught me more about taxes and relationships and race than any textbook really has. You know what I'm saying? That's and I was and I was and the reason why to to follow up your point, comedians have much more power than musicians is because you got to kind of speak the language of a musician. To understand the language yes. of the musician. So, and that's not a really easy thing. It could be done, but it's not really an easy thing. So, because sometimes you're singing something and you kind of get hypnotized and like lyrics and rhythm and all that type of shit. And sometimes you can just enjoy the song and not really and care about the message. And lyrics can be super abstract. Comedy exactly. has to be concrete. Comedy yes. is in your that's face. True. It is words. It is a speech. And when you're laughing, there is a cosign to that. It doesn't necessarily mean you agree, but you're accepting these ideas, mm -hmm. right? Like right now, whether we like it or not, in our heads, every single one of us is, why don't you just make bullets expensive? Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. in our head. Yeah. Chris put that in our head, right? Like, there's so many bits that we can look Black back. Black people versus niggas. Son, fucking how old is 15 really from Howell's Chappelle? How old is 15 really? Right? Like, there's, there's bits there, literally, I mean, countless Patrice bits that Akash yeah. and I, oh. and I'm sure you listen to Patrice at all, but like, that, that we, that resonate with I test with every us. relationship with Elephant in the Room. At, I'm Perfect. Like, if we can't laugh at elephant in the room. This isn't gonna work. Son, the bit about <laughs> the bit about when the girl's talking on the phone forever. You are raping my time. You know how often I'll be on the phone with a girl like you. Know, like, like I roll the eyes back. Like you really made me my time. Man. So uh, my point is like. Shorty I think the watched the harassment day for the oh, first time. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you got some nice titty meat. And, <laughs> yo, yeah. The best laugh I've seen. Yo. Yo, but the thing Jesus. is like. I think that's they don't they might not even realize why they're afraid of us mm. or why they fear us, but it's because we have this power to use comedy to get ideas not only in your head in your heart. Mm. They affect the way you live and operate around the world. Like you said, it's like you learn about relationships and stuff through us because that laughter is the 
best. It's the spoonful of sugar. Yeah. Helps the medicine go down. Like that's what it is. So it's like, I think a lot of times people look for comedians to tell us how to be because if you're doing comedy on, on the most elite level, in my opinion, you're talking to someone's feelings, right? The reason why I can talk about trans or whatever, fuck me too, or any of these things, right? Is because whether we like to admit it or not, all of us have the same feeling. Mm. We wake up and we feel something, right? They're like, we need to have 40 different genders, right? And all of us <laughs> go, do we really need 40 different genders? <laughs> and then we pretend to feel the way our group feels so that we can stay within the group and have a community. But our inside feeling, right. our 99% of us all have the same inside feelings. So if you can tap into those feelings, harassment day, mm. right? That's a feeling we all have, right? The bullet shit, that's a feeling we all have. If you can tap like, into not that. Just, not just uh, harass you, just hey, you know, uh, nice TV right there. But, like, everyone relates to that. Son, <laughs> it's like, when you I tap, can't comment on what's in front of you. Bro, bro. He had some shit about how men are just cool. Women, men are just cool. Like if a guy, what do you say? If a guy brings you onion, if a waiter brings you onions at a restaurant, you don't want onions on your burger. Women are just think it's some conspiracy. These wretched onions. <laughs> <laughs> and then a guy is just like, you see this, huh? 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 Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, like these things touch us at our core. Yeah. And then if you can give someone explanation for their feelings that they haven't articulated themselves, now you're ready to lead. Of yeah. course. And the greats. I think what Sebastian's done is is talks about the feelings we all share. Mm. And I think a Patrice or a Chris Rock gives you God, an explanation he, uh, for the feelings that we have, but we Patrice couldn't articulate. Patrice breaks my heart so bad, man. Uh, like, that dude would have been the biggest shit on the, on the planet. Patrice would have been very important Ugh. in the last 10 years. Absolutely. I do think him being gone makes us appreciate him. And also, Especially things now. had to get so ridiculous that we had to... Start to bring it back the other way. Yes. And with now. Patrice there, I don't know if it would have gotten so ridiculous. He might have nipped that, that shit. In That's very butt. true. That's very true. He like, might have been so good at what he did that we never would have got to the super PC world that we're kind of in <laughs> yeah. now. Like, if you go and watch some of his stand up shit now, mm -hmm. that shit hits harder way more. That shit hits harder now than it did back then Mr. because is so of the good. climate we're in. Mr. Bro, I'm P, you, it's, it's <laughs> after best. he died, Mr. P came out, which was after yeah. Elephant in the Room. It's mm. an album. Yep. Download that. It's the best, so many bits. Um, best reparations bit I've heard probably ever. Yep. Definitely best black woman, white woman bit I've ever heard in my life. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I mean, it's unreal. Mm. So, he's just got so many fucking great. And the thing is, is like, I can't wait for y'all to see views from the sis when it comes out in March, but like, I'll specifically talk about these topics that you're not supposed to talk about and take opinions you're not supposed to have, right? And it shows you the power of comedy because you'll see the exact people that I'm talking about in the audience laughing right. at the joke. That's the power. If you just tried to tell right. somebody in these communities this something, if you were just like, this is how I feel, you should take this information, they'll disagree with you. Mm -hmm. right. But when you bring it with some levity and mm -hmm. laughs, it just makes it consumable, man. And that is why, in my opinion, down, real talk, that's why I think they fear us, bro. I think that's why we're so dangerous is because of our power. That's just, that's just my little two down, cents. Um, all right, what else? Cardi B Super Bowl or Firefest? I'm I'm down for Firefest unless you have let's a Cardi talk Firefest. All right, let's talk Firefest. We have we have we have three very different. I feel like we all have like a weird connection to Firefest somehow. Okay, so let's like Ja Rule. Yeah, so explain Firefest real quick. Okay, all right. So for everybody that and and just understand the context. All right. Give us a so uh, if you guys haven't watched like Netflix or Hulu this week, they both dropped uh, two different documentaries about the same failed festival called Firefest, which was supposed to be 
a a high luxury music event with a bunch of powerful A-list celebrities and artists that was supposed to be the uh, the launch for what is basically the Uber of booking artists, right? Yes. Which was Fire, the name right. of the app, right? Yes. So, um, I wouldn't even say A-list celebrities. I would say A-list social media influencers. Social media influencers. There you go. Wait, this but, is... Uh, but they, they had A-list uh, artists booked. Like no, no, had, no. So the Fire allegedly. app was actually to book artists. Yes, okay. No, yeah. I, um, the festival... But, no, but for the actual festival, yeah. there was like, good music was supposed to be there. Migos, Migos Blink-182. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Major Laser, all these bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, f- f- Dipl- not Diplo. Uh, One fucking, of those. Whatever. Anyway. Right, doesn't matter. So, um... Um, two very different docs came out this week on Hulu and Netflix. Did you watch both? Oh, I, watch I, watch both. We, I watch both. We only watched the Netflix one. Yeah. Alex as well. Did you get to watch it? Yeah, I watched the Netflix. Okay, so let's, let's try to focus Netflix on Netflix. Yeah. Right, I'm so curious th- to know how different the Hulu one is just a little bit. The Hulu one is different because it's a lot more humorous. They kind of, uh, they <laughs> take, uh, and they also have, um, what's the guy, the name? Billy? Billy. They, he's in the dock, oh, so like shit. he's sitting there like getting interviewed about the <clears throat> shit. So, wow! And he and he got paid for it. So um, that's <laughs> on, that's the only big difference. And it was a little bit more humorous. It was kind of more lighthearted. It was much more of a, a, a just the scope of how social media influencers could really make you believe anything. Right. Right. But the Netflix documentary was a little bit more hard hitting because it got into the meat and potatoes of why this shit went wrong and, and who it hurt and who it hurt yeah. exactly. Um, Hulu man, they really blew it. It was. I mean, they're both wants, pretty entertaining. We're all going to be more. We're all going to gravitate toward the heartbreaking, emotional. Hulu is Absolutely. just. Uh, you play with the heartstrings. This was your chance. Yeah. If you made a better documentary than Netflix, now we're now we talking. Now yeah. we talking about Hulu. Yeah. The only reason Good why point. people watch the Hulu one because it came out first. And, yo, and Hulu like low key dropped it a few days. They had before to on purpose because they knew the Netflix one was going to slap. And yeah, they, yeah. they got the real dirt. They got the yeah, real Hulu. people that was fucking pulling the strings. That all right. Was telling them. Like, so hey, bust it down for the Netflix. So. So the Netflix one uh, starts, and it kind of gives the context about who Billy is. Billy McFarlane. Billy McFarlane. He yeah. is a, a tech bro who launched- Entrepreneur. Yeah. Like, had he an was app from New York. Card, credit card called the Magnesis card. Yeah. Yeah. I was, on that, I was on that call list. You, like a bunch of people. Oh, really? A really? lot of motherfuckers I know was on that Magnesis call list. Like they had a fucking, a, some some like so, knockoff Soho house that they were doing yeah. like up in like Chelsea or whatever the fuck it was. You could like, go chill there with dates, whatever. The idea yeah. of the card was access. Yeah. And this was game changing at the time, metal card. Yeah. Not some bitch ass plastic credit card. Yeah, yes. it, was, it was supposed to be, you know, it was supposed to be like a status symbol or whatever. Yeah. Um, it gave you insight into that. It also gave you insight into, um, you know, his relationship with Ja Rule and like how that whole thing turned into, oh, let's turn this app idea, which on paper seems like a pretty good Great idea. idea. You know what I mean? Like you could see how that, how somebody who. Let me on, tell you on the, the front looks like has a lot of money. You can be like, oh, yeah. this is yeah, I'll I'll trust this guy. Yeah, this yeah. looks like it's gonna the be idea the next of the app, Uber. The idea of the app is a bunch of artists just have profiles right. and then you just contact them directly for bookings. You don't have to go through right. agents, you go through whoever, hey, I'm on this app, here's all these artists. I want you to send you a message, hey, this is how much I'm talking about, this is what the gig is. It was basically a swipe. And it was basically a swipe. Like you could swipe on Kanye and as Kanye somebody, matches you. Boom. Boom. Okay, yeah. As we'll someone them. who's in the industry, Akash, you know this as well. There are people that reach out to us all the time and go, how can I book you? Matter of fact, you probably experienced this yeah. through Duse. Yeah, we would yeah, love yeah. to have Duse, blah, and blah, blah. it's usually bullshit offers, for and me at least. Well, Indians, I'll pay you $40. Regardless. <laughs> the point <laughs> being, <laughs> right. So the, but the point being is like, they're reaching out to you personally for a gig. Yeah. Right? And if you're at a certain status, you're not yeah. going to see all these tweets. 
Right. Right. So there are people who want to book you and you want to make money, but you cannot connect Mm -hmm. simply because they don't know to go through your agency, this, that, the other. The app idea for entertainment is brilliant. Great idea. It just creates one funnel to get offers. Now your agent can turn down offers if they're $40 and only give you the ones where it's, you know, the shit, blah, blah, blah. Now it's just right here. I can access him. I don't have to think about, Mm -hmm. I don't have to know anything. Boom. So it was an exceptional idea. They do this festival. As a way to promote the app, the festival had nothing to do with the app in terms of, it it had nothing to do really with the business model. It was all a PR stunt. It was a flex. Yeah. So mind you, the fucking, the first thing that they came out with said Nasus Festival, they spend an obscene amount of money getting... Kendall Jenner to post about it. Two hundred fifty thousand just to for be Kendall Jenner to post once. Right. Bella Hadid to be in the commercial. Uh, uh, they filmed Ma, the commercial on the island. Fucking the top, the top of the top models right now. Right. All blurred this lines, bitch. What's her name? Radikowski. Uh, Emily Radikowski. Radikowski. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All of them. Blurred fucking bitch. swimming, partying, pulsating, all this type of shit. It's like, oh fuck, this looks like it's the next hot shit. And mind you, the Jenners tweet about it or Instagram about it. Travis Scott. Boom. All these big time influencers. And um, it looks like it's supposed to be like the high end version of Coachella. Like yeah. you got to book like these villas and like these private yachts, and it it, it just looks like paradise. And they're they're, they're it's a music uh, festival in Pablo paradise. Escobar's old island yeah. or some shit. Normans K, blah blah blah. Yeah. So they say, listen, basically just to speed shit up because a lot of you already saw this, so we don't mm. want to uh, you know tell you what you already saw. And the people who haven't seen it, I think we've done a good job of setting it up. So. Basically, what what happened is they sold all the tickets and and all the you know sold all the villas, all the uh, everything they sold for the festival before they had anything at all. Mm. In other words, they sold six thousand tickets and sold six thousand reservations on yachts and houses and VIP villas, etc. Before they built a single yacht, even before they locked down the island, they got kicked Zero out of the original island. You know, so so just to say, so they had to essentially build this festival from the ground up in a matter of months. And the biggest issue with this, I'll be honest with you, is the Bahamas. <laughs> if this existed in anywhere else in America, they could have this up in no time. They built the fucking Empire State Building in like 12 months. Mm-hmm. Son, I'm telling you, I've been to the Bahamas. I was just there hanging with Duval. A festival, though? Son, I'm telling you, I was hanging with Duval. It took me an hour to get chicken tenders. I ordered <laughs> chicken tenders from this woman, and an hour later, I had the chicken tenders. I don't know where they got the chicken. I don't know what was happening with this whole chicken tender process. It took an hour to get chicken tenders. If this was anywhere else, this festival goes on without a problem. I think only America does shit that fast. Fair enough. Yeah, I was about to say. Um, you, if it was in Tampa, you have Firefest. If it's in Tampa, Bill, Billy McFarlane's a fucking genius. But that's the thing, though. You don't, you don't need fucking permits in the Bahamas. And there's no paradise. Yeah, exactly. There's no paradise in Florida. Florida's hell. For, sure. Fair enough. I think Billy should give it another shot. <laughs> <laughs> he will. I don't like, deny that. Listen. But what I want to, get, he's not going to get any better advertisement than he's gotten this oh, week. He's got to give it another shot. <laughs> so what I wanted to more talk about with with Fire, Fire Festival, right? And I had a friend of mine who actually went, but I really just want to talk about um, a couple things just surrounding this. Like everybody who went there and then got fucked over, etc. In my opinion, they got exactly what they deserved. Oh, for sure. For sure. Now, even the people who bought the tickets and got screwed over. And what I say, why I say that because you were hypebeasts, right? You bought these tickets not because of the product that was proved to be. You bought these tickets because- You couldn't miss it. 
The FOMO. You bought the Supreme brick. Yeah. And now you're upset that you have a brick. <laughs> Simple as that, right? It's like you, you, what Billy McFarlane understands, this guy is from Jersey, right? Mm. I'm not knocking people from Jersey at all, but he's some kid from Jersey. He knows what it's like to be an outsider, outside. not accepted. He grew up looking he, at an island. He grew up looking at an island, where which was Manhattan, yeah. where everybody, and he died to belong there. Yeah. So he understands on a visceral level what it means to be not accepted and the value that has. And he even touches on it in the thing. He goes, we're selling this experience to losers who would never get that this in their life. That right there. It's it's most, he was, it was selling the money. That's when I knew. I was like, I hate this guy it's, forever. Yeah. It's the most poignant because you know who he was speaking it's about. He's like, we're selling him a dream. He's speaking to himself. Yeah. Right? But he's self-aware enough. There's some genius to this kid. He's self-aware enough to understand what motivates people. There's a line later in the thing is, if there's one thing Billy McFarlane's good at, it's separating consumers from their money. Yeah. It's because he understands what a consumer truly wants more than anything. Mm. He, they want to fit in. They want to be accepted, but not accepted in the grand scheme of things, accepted by that exclusivity, mm. right? But that's not the average person. That's the hype beast. Right. There's a difference between the asshole army member, right, right. and the person who lines up outside of Supreme for a brick. Mm. Right. right? Right. There is a difference between that. The guy who lines up outside of Supreme for a brick validates himself through that brick. Yeah. If I have this brick, then I'm cool. Yeah. But that's the thing, though. He, like he, we were he, talking about he before, recognizes how it. Supreme looks like this and why Kith is working well because they look at you like this. At you, yeah. That's the same reason. He looked at you like Supreme. Yeah. They looked when at you looked like Supreme. It's like, what oh, what, what did we say from the beginning of the inception of, of our podcast, right? What these core values that we've been talking about. Radical inclusion. Radical inclusion. Right. We accept you. Yeah. We want you so, to feel part of something that is bigger than just yourself. When I'm in Indiana, I don't want no fucking... I, if I'm in Indiana and people saying they're trying to take my head off in Indiana, I know I got five asshole army members in Indiana. Oh, it's sure. like, yo, you're cool. Just roll with us. For sure. That's the difference between what we've created and to be honest what Kevin created what other people who really understand community are creating Duce and this Kaluza. guy do say right <laughs> Same shit. it's like you guys understand the importance of community mm -hmm. this guy that's also, why we popped off the but, reason why it popped off we popped off right in the middle of m2 closing pink elephant every big fucking club venue in new york city like all shut down within like that summer and we had no place to party mm -hmm. And not only that, we didn't like fucking going in there and having to buy a table and having champagne bottles and the sparklers and all yeah. that bullshit. I remember like, Kaz, you put up on IG like the iPhone note where you had the idea for yeah, <laughs> that's for, literally at the time Henny Palooza, and it was just a very simple hey, everybody just come party and not worry about all the bullshit. Yeah, this which is, is that's all it was. It's amazing <laughs> to use your term. It is radical inclusion. To use of the course, mm -hmm. it's it's. So this is what fucking, and I really love about it. I've always been complimentary to you about what you guys have done with Duce. But like when I see these communities that understand how to do it on a raw level, right? People, how different, how different the value system is, right? Like people that are in the asshole army, right? People who fuck with us, they don't care if someone else walking down the street doesn't know what keeping it tight is and throwing yeah. up the asshole is. We prefer mm. it. They don't care. Yeah, we. Yeah. They don't care if you read a flagrant two shirt and have no clue what the fuck it is. We don't care. <coughs> We're in this because it's something we, we built created. together yeah, yeah. and we want. And if no one else knows, we don't give a fuck. Firefest only has value 
if other people desire to be a part of it. Right. You're not living for yourself and for your brothers and your community. You're not doing this party douce that started in a fucking basement, mm-hmm. right. right? Because y'all want to party together, right? Yeah. You're doing it so that other people can look at you, yeah. which would be the exact opposite reason. They what, sold 6,000 tickets for a festival? Son. That's not a good festival. <laughs> I mean, they sold it out in, like, in a second. They- no, I mean, I, absolutely, but I mean like... Dude, if you're if you're running a festival for the first time, yeah. like, I mean, like what? If you're trying to be the next Coachella, Coachella does what? Like forty thousand? Bro, they fucking 50, kill it. Fifty thousand people? They fucking kill it. Panorama. But here's the thing with this, right? All Bonnaroo, those people, all these pl- these are tens of thousands of people. Here's the problem with hype beasts, right? And this is why you can't sustain models like this. And this is why he has to jump from business venture to business venture. He got to yeah. keep on jumping. Right. The only thing these people care about is other people thinking they're cool. Right. Right. The people that attend a fire fest, other people thinking they're cool for being a fire fest. Right. So if you're worried about other people thinking you're cool, the second fire fest stops being cool. Guess where these people stop going? Fire fest. Because they're seeking the cool. When you build something insulated within yourselves, when you build a community. That never goes away. They it grow grows. With, they want to grow with you. It yeah. fucking grows yeah. like a fungus, man. Yeah. It's insane what it can be. So if you remember part in that in that documentary, when the whole everything's going to shit and people are coming to the island, the first thing he says is, Oh fuck, our influencers are here. We gotta go get them in the house. Everything's going to shit. He's like we got to take care of the influencers first. We got to take care of these guys because these people have the following mm-hmm. and they're going to get the word out and yada, yada, yada. And we got to make sure that they're good. You know what I'm saying? And I know you're talking about your friend was there or whatever. And apparently yeah, we're had, gonna call him. he had a decent time, right? Like it wasn't. Well, well he's going to tell us how crazy it was. But right, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was he, 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 he might have had his boat? own time. Oh, that was your boy. I had someone who works. He was the one that was on yeah, the. Yeah. Oh, okay. It gotcha, was the yeah. nightmare that they said it was on Netflix. Apparently, well, he was on the. Who we got, yeah. Yo, I never seen Edin without facial hair, son. Yeah. I don't like it, bro. I did have, bro, I did you see his chin? This guy got a real alpha. You got the me, myself, and I chin, bro. You got the butt chin. You got yeah, the chin. that's a man chin that's a right there, chin. bro. That's what that is. That's Holy <laughs> shit! You can rest the whole dick on that thing right there, like a cigar. <laughs> ever seen the little uh, cigar, tray. cigar tray? That's what you yeah. got. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's something I thought was so poignant. It's just about the documentary. It's like, there are these people that you can manipulate. Um, you can manipulate these, a certain type of person with the, with the desire to be cool and to be part of something. Oh, and I'll hype beast on some sneakers for sure. Mm, But there's a point at which, and there was a Supreme, it's that kind of thing where it's like Cass said, you just feel like they're just looking down on you where I'm like, on principle, no, fuck you. But you're not hype beasting on sneakers, Akash. You are buying sneakers that fit with your identity already. Fair enough. If yeah. some kids start wearing these like dad shoes. Yeah, I'm not wearing the Air Monarchs are the perfect example. That, they took go. fucking Air Monarchs and started luxing them out and shit. Like, what's an Air Monarch? It's a it's the, dad it's the, sneaker. It's, the, it's, it's a traditional. The Pete, the Pete, uh, what's, the, what's the Seahawks coach Pete, name? Uh, yeah. uh, Pete Carroll. It's the Pete Carroll sneaker. It's the dad sneaker. Oh, Anybody right. with autism oh, over 30 wears those sneakers. Yeah. And then like for a while, Complex, this was like Complex's thing. Like they would throw this on their website like as a joke. Like, oh, Quick Strike, Air Monarchs, yada, yada. As a joke, $50, you can get them at any fucking bullshit Buck department 50 store. Now. Dog, not only that, now they're fucking luxing them out. They're fu- there's like fucking patent leather ones, not these. But like, I think if you go to, uh, I forgot which one it is, but type Air Monarch like 2018 or whatever. There's like brand new fucking 
super, <laughs> like all these fucking colorways now for like two hundred dollars. Yeah, three hundred. There's one all black leather one that just came out that looks fucking ridiculous, and that is hypebeast culture. Right. Like that is that's the referee sneaker. That's a basketball. Every basketball referee has a black monarch. Oh fuck is this shit! Uh, Doesn't matter. So, yeah, but you get the idea. The fuck. <laughs> point being, you fuck with Jordans because of a relationship you had with Jordan as a kid, maybe watching him, or as part of like an identity that you've built as a kid. Now, is that based off of a company manipulating you into feeling sure. a certain way? Absolutely. I will also say this: if people aren't fucking with a certain Jordan, I'll be like, well, that doesn't seem like good and best. So maybe you're maybe <laughs> you're a little bit more the, influenced. There's, there's a hype beast element to me, and I'll own it. With sneakers, yeah. I'm a hype beast. There's a line. Mm. I'm not going to buy these dad-ass Yeezys. Right. Yeah. Do not give me a no fucking dad sneaker. Right. But Jordans, if everybody's like, ah, I really fuck with that Jordan. If it's just available right. when I walk into the store in my size, I'm like, maybe this ain't worth it. Yeah. Jordans from 1 to 13, Unless, I'm copping. Okay. One well, to th- 13 is like my hard stop. Definitely. There might be some a little bit after that are all right. Like, but the one to thirteen. I, like, I remember the Space Jams I bought, the Concords I bought, but the fact that they were so I available. I was like, right. I'm gonna still buy it, but part of me is like, is this a good idea? Is this, dumb? <laughs> is this shit Jordan, Jordan shit a rap? My feeling is just if you like it, wear it. Yeah. Like, no, you're right. Yeah. I'm just owning it. You're being it. honest. Yeah. You're that's like, fair. Bro? But that's that's like at least for me, I'm gonna wear exactly what I like. <laughs> yeah. Because at the end of the day, I'd like to believe that I'm not wearing it for somebody else. Right. I think right? you make it a point to do that with new balances and shit. I mean, look what I'm wearing right now. There you but go. then again, these things are, I guess, becoming cool. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's like you can decide whether you like something for you or whether you're trying to right. hop on something and be part of something. Right. I just feel inauthentic with it. So now we got enough. The they should come out with a fucking sneaker. But should take somebody some, made a flare and two sneaker. Oh yeah, we got a dude that did, did that. that. We come uh, out with some heat. We'll see what happens. Blazer, whatever the fuck it's gonna be. I'll I have it in India in no time. Don't even worry. About <laughs> <laughs> Are we gonna call your boy? Yeah, let's call. Hey, uh, we we have the phone line on. Can I make a phone call to my boy and then you set it up? You just let me know when it's ready to go and then we can do it. But uh, the phone. What's his face? Put it on. Uh, Alex put it on. So. We just got to make sure that shit goes. But essentially, here, and then when you're ready, just, just hit that. So essentially, it's um, my boy went to this festival, and he got, I guess, Dubai. I don't know exactly. We can find out. But uh, he said he managed to kind of have a good time. So let's hope let's hope he's got some good stories for it. But it does, it does open your mind about these types of things, man. And you have to really kind of look into your own programming and see why you're doing shit. Right. Like, are you doing stuff because you truly want to, or you feel like you will feel accepted or cool right. by doing it? Yeah. No, there's an element. It's a of- tough question to ask yourself, man. I, I it, You know, I, I feel for people. And who- I, I want to be honest, because I feel like that's something people should admit. I think most people are like that on some level. I think yeah. it's human nature. Yep. There's very few who are like, I don't give a fuck at all. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this... If Kylie Jenner and a bunch of other social media people put up an orange tile, I'm off jump like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck they were this. all getting sued. You for like, are. You're a smart yeah. guy. There's yeah. so many people that just need You know it's going to be interesting. That's going to be like, oh God, what is that? I need to be a part you of it. You know it's going to be interesting. So we know how much Kylie made for that post. We yeah. also know, who was that black lady, the Bahamian lady who lost $500,000? She um, lost $50,000. The, the caterer? $50,000. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She lost $50,000. Kylie uh, made $250,000. How much pressure is going to come down on Kylie to give this woman $50,000? You know GoFundMe has already got $130,000 coming her way. I thought I, That was my other thought is go, there's going to be GoFundMe. Yo, people, right? GoFundMe. And they're going to make way too much money. GoFundMe is legit. 
mm. angelic be yeah. like they don't get enough I guess they get I guess they get knocked because they also like that's where end I end up getting GoFundMe's for like Nazis and shit yeah, like yeah, that like the Trump wall and exactly like, you can manipulate me into investing in a GoFundMe like there's yeah, so many other shit one you documentary money to. like not for nothing bro if I'm Kendall Jenner or Kylie Jenner you gotta cough that up bro. you got twenty five twenty you have thousand dollars for cough a that up, for, a po- for a post you don't need that bro cough that up yeah. you don't need that bro cough that you up good. to shorty because I'll Katie's pro- mom was looking very emotional in that shit bro. <laughs> <laughs> that she was uh, I was like man Yo, you're not listen. feeling like an MVP right now you're supposed to be the MVP if there's any time to mobilize the asshole army <laughs> It's right now. Yo. Oh, she got her money. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, get she got 100000 no, She good. Get that Kendall. Get that Kendall. Oh, get a Kendall. Get that Kendall. Yeah, 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 yeah. That 250 Do the right rack, thing. Bro. Give that money to our Patreon. Everybody's telling Ja Rohini to cough off the money. Nah, bitch. Get Kendall Jenner. We you know Ja don't got the money. First of all, we should have listened to 50 from the beginning because 50 told us about Ja from yep. Trump. Yep. Yeah. The Yo. moment I saw Ja Rule was part of that, I was like, nah. Yo. Yo, Berman. Hey, hey, man! This is my boy Zach Berman. Zach, you're here with the whole Flagrant Two crew right now. Uh, Akash Singh, real life Kaz in the building, and then we got Alex and Eden right there. We got Benson. We got Hafiz. We are, the crew's growing. So this is one of my oldest friends. Zach and I spent uh, summers together back uh, in the day. From our, I don't know, we were probably seven years old or some shit like that. Is that right, Zach? Yeah, just back pretty far. Long, long time. This is way before Zach was fucking all the waitresses in New York City. Uh, <laughs> so Zach, you a New York City kid too? No, no Zach's from Virginia. Oh shit! Yeah, oh, but uh, he was spent yeah, summers. I lived, in, I lived uh, in the city for eleven years, uh, but now I live on Fire Island now. So he's out there on the island. Oh, now. so you're gay? Word, even, that's even in the winter, yeah. So yeah. So so Zach, so you went to Firefest. We were just talking about Firefest. The first, okay. the first question is, why did you end up there in the first place? All right, so uh, one of my friends uh, uh, met a group of people, uh, it's a a big group of people that are kind of our age, in their 30s and stuff, and have some, you know, money and good jobs and shit, and they kind of travel and go to, like, big music festivals and concerts, and, like, they do Yacht Week and and all this stuff, and so my friend met them on uh, on a Yacht Week, and... uh, uh, he came back from there and met some people that lived in, in New York and stuff. And so they had like a get together and I joined them and, and met some of the people that were on this trip. And, and then, so two weeks later, they were like, we're going to this thing called fire festival. It's 800 bucks. You get a flight to and from the Bahamas from Miami. And it's four, what was it? Four nights and five days. So I was like, fuck it. Yeah, let's go. Okay, so they put you on. You decide to go. Obviously, you didn't do any Googling or looking it up, so you just end up in this situation. I saw you in the Netflix documentary. I watched it last night. There's a point where you're like on the, the little bridge. Not the little bridge, like the little dock. Drinking tequila? Yeah, when everybody else yeah. is drinking tequila, he was just there. He's got long hair, and he's just kind of like vibing, dancing. Um, so that means you were one of the first people that got to that situation. When did you know it was fucked? At what point did you know that this thing was not going well? When 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 they loaded us onto rackety school buses. Oh shit! So when they put you on the school buses, you're like, all right, we're about to get fucked. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this shit's fucked up. I was like, this shit is so. Fu-. And mind you, have it like, so I went down to Miami. I, I met I met up like all these people. They were staying at the Fountain Blue, and we like we went out. We went out for dinner, and then we we ended up going to like Elevens like all night long. We we were there till like three o'clock in the morning. And then went straight to the airport. 
and we were like the fir- on the first airplane to this place. So and like we got there, there was like a big storm. It was still raining. People were like we're we're all freaking out. And and I, I travel light. I had I had a little backpack and uh, and that's it. So like you know, and there's a lot of younger people and and everyone's just kind of bugging. I just I'm not big, you know. So I just fucking just like charging through people and like <laughs> you know, fucking. So so and, and I was still lit. I was still pretty drunk and everything from the night before. And and so then. We got there. They put it to, like this little like this little restaurant, and I was like, "All right, I'm I'm gonna get some like good real estate." And then I was like, "Where's the booze?" Because I was like, "I I, I'm, I don't want to crash now. Like let, let's let's get the alcohol." And then then I knew it was really fucked up because they had just no organization. There was no, you know. But I was like, "Man, I'm in the Bahamas. I'm not gonna let this stop me from having fun." But like, let's get to. So I think we had like all the Casamigos tequila and Whispering Angel that we wanted and some Evian water. So you, so did you find one of those places to sleep in? Did you get to one of those tents? Yeah, I had my own. Oh, so you, I had my own. and then I had like, I had a bunch of solar lights and stuff that I brought down. So I was all hooked up, man. I had like these color changing solar lights, you know, the, the Lucy lights. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, I had those. They were like color changing in there. We were, we were, we, were, we had a great time. We were, you know, we were all fucking, we had, you know, all the tequila we could drink and, and, you know, eventually they were like, all right, everyone has to leave the Island. The festival's not going on. Um, and then we were like, all right, well, we'll leave on the last airplane. And we paid a dude a hundred bucks with a big van. He took like 15 of us to a, a nice beach the next day. Oh really? So you didn't? Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. This is this is the thing about white people. Y'all survivors. This motherfucker, this motherfucker said I travel light. I just took a backpack, and then you got solar lights in a backpack. You didn't bring extra sneakers or nothing. You brought fucking solar lights. You went barefoot. God damn, you're the whitest guy I've ever talked to. I like him already because he's a, he's a classic white man. <laughs> a classic white man will be able to survive in any fucking circumstances. It was these fucking. Influencer- I don't know, man. Have you ever seen us get in the sun? <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant, though, to say, "Oh, this festival is dog shit." Let's just pay somebody a hundred dollars to take us to a good island. Uh, so you're you already s- out there. Yeah, fuck. yeah. Was- so you and so- then a bunch of like go 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 people that work the festival quit and they like. They ended up at this beach, and then we showed up with like literally like 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 cases of, of tequila and cases of rosé, and we like just showed up, and there was like they set up speakers and a DJ, and we were pumping music. We were like they had the swings out in the water, like they had in the videos, and we were just like swinging. And, oh, we had a great time. They thought we were <laughs> festival workers. So that's so like, you're still you created your own fire fest. Yeah, for sure. And these fifteen people with you, any girls? Yeah, tons of girls. That was great. So we should we should have you. Yo, all these people yeah. that were complaining were just dorks. <laughs> just like Damn, there's tons Damn, of pussy Damn. that's Damn. lost. You might as well find a Yo, fucking dude, beach and have some great. fun. It was so much fun. We were like climbing in trees, jumping off into the water. It was it was good. And then we were like, oh shit, we got to get back to the airport because we have to leave the island. So we went back to the airport and like you know we were just wasted and just like waiting for the airplane. And had some like little restaurant, cooking some a bunch of like. Bahamian food it was, it was cool and then and then I got all my money back so like well, fucking 
You are. Yeah. Let me tell you something. When the robots take over, I'm following you. <laughs> oh, man. Trust me. Follow me, man. I've been traveling all over the world. Wait a minute. You got your this money is back? exactly why. This is exactly why everybody laughed at these fucking social media influences and these spoiled fucking brats. Yeah. Well, I'm like, bro. Oh, I saw some of them. You're Yo, all- the first night, the first night when I was there, I was literally, and I had been drinking the night before all day long, like. And I had somehow I had a masquerade mask on, and there was all these groups of kids that were like crying and stuff. And I was like running up to them, and I was like, "Welcome to hell!" <laughs> <laughs> oh my kind of fucking guy! <laughs> so, and if you watch the documentary, you see the people complaining. They were losers, right? Yeah, like absolutely. none of those people oh, that were complaining you're on a tropical island, and you're rich already, and there's women and liquor. Figure it out. Fi- you can find some fucking fun. What more somewhere. do you need? You really were there for Blink-182? Like, <laughs> exactly. if you went all the way to the Bahamas for Blink-182, uh. that's your first fucking problem. That's why I understand why they couldn't have made it fun. You guys seem to make it fun. Maybe the... the- Honestly, I didn't even know who was performing. I didn't care. I was like, <laughs> Bahamas, Bahamian Island, music festival with chicks, but like... Paint on their face. Let's go. What you know? What it was? It was a bunch of dorks that thought that they could overpay to be cool for a weekend. You know what they were there for? And they ended up realizing that they're fucking dorks. And a couple cool dudes found some girls, found some swings in the water, got some pussy, got drunk, and then came back to America. Yeah. Those guys were just there for. <laughs> yeah, the we were back. Photos. We went back to Miami. I think Ultra was going on. So like, we like checked, like, <laughs> like, like, like the like, 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 Came back here like fire festival bandages and like all this all this shit on and people oh were like God. you were at the fire we were like yeah so it was, it was fun it so was the cool. lesson learned time. is eight hundred dollars in a trip to the Bahamas is not gonna stop you from being a dork <laughs> dude oh I don't even know I think we got a good deal I think other people paid a lot more money <laughs> did your phones work out there like did you have internet. Oh, dude! When I when I when I when I turn it on like that, I usually put my phone away because I'll lose it or break it or a novel yeah. concept. My mind is just one. I think a lot of these because I'm trying to think would I have been resourceful enough? And I'm thinking a lot of these kids thought it was we're on some fucking island. Turns out sandals is right next door. <laughs> but if I didn't have the internet, I'm not sure I'd have been like, you know what? I bet there's a sandals around here. Something you got to know and from the jump, or you just get some You're Bahamian all, dude to drive you to a bar. That's what I probably like, done. I'd have probably is, done in between the dorks and Zach, and I'd have been like, "Yo, take me to Sandals. I'm getting a room." Yeah, like you're already fucking rich, <laughs> bro, bro. There's chicks in distress. Yeah. You can get some pussy. <laughs> okay, remember when the person almost died on the highway and then Shorty was oh, showing yeah. love? People yeah. were crying. You need a little bit more like, concept than that because that just sounded fucking crazy. So real quick, Zach. <laughs> We were on the highway and somebody crashed their car and flew out the windshield. He was probably dead, and there was some other friends there. That we saw a person die, like actually. We, we, we pretty oh, much God. saw this dude right. die. They had a pulse, and then they didn't have a pulse. Oh, he died. Yeah, I was trying to get pussy. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> but there was some chick who was like in distress, and I was like, Akash is out here really trying to figure out what's going on, uh-huh. like testing the pulse, all that kind of shit. And I'm with the other shorty, like, you cold? You need my jacket or something? He's dead already. I can't get some pussy. Like, <laughs> me getting pussy not going to bring her back to life. So 
No, no, I'm not gonna let this happen. Andrew was actually mad helpful. He did try to get some pussy, but he was also mad helpful. I made sure he was dead. Oh, the motherfucker <laughs> was, was he was dead. Nah, Andrew. Pussy stra- needs to be got. We, listen, if we missing a human, we gotta make another one. The bare minimum <laughs> that I could do in that situation is have sex with this random girl on the highway in Connecticut. Nah, nah, Andrew, legit. So one dude was oh dead, one dude God. was paralyzed. Andrew helped get the paralyzed dude in the gurney. He was actually like telling the EMT what to do and shit. It was real weird. I was like, this is some crazy confidence this dude has to tell the EMT like, well, you got to pick him up this way. We got to strap him in this way. And then he I'm a tried leader, to get pussy son. in between. Yo, I told him that shit and I really did not know if that was the right way. But <laughs> you he said it confidently. Yo, he did that shit, bro. Like, right, I said, I said grab him by his neck. He's probably paralyzed. <laughs> and the dude, he like held it for a second. Like, that's definitely not what you do. But I said that shit so strong. He was like, all right, fuck it. I said, I'm going to grab him this time by the neck. Bro. But he was dead already, so he couldn't. Nah, because I, I figured, you know how like a cobra, you can control him by the neck or a snake? I fi- What? So, I figured, hey, my man, nothing was moving but the dude's head. So I was like, save that part. Grab him by the neck. Let's put him on the gurney. Then the guy came out from the forest. Remember the the, the soldier? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, some soldier came out the forest. That shit was like Fortnite, motherfucker. Oh, I didn't know God. what the hell this dude was from. And then he tried to save the day. Nah, and then it my was actually mad helpful, but this was sociopathic. I did try Afterward, to get some pussy, yeah. He tried to get pussy, and then as we're driving home, I'm fucked up. We just yeah. saw a dude die. Yeah. And Andrew could not have been less affected. <laughs> this motherfucker just, no. he like, Andrew, I'm like, I was Yo. trying to massage down my dick, son. I was mad hard, son. Son, I was mad hard, son. Son, it was cold. My blood is flowing. You know what I mean? Adrenaline going. Adrenaline was going. Yo, adrenaline gave me boners, B. I'm not going to lie. My shit was rock. I was rock. That's why I had to stop boxing. He kept getting his dick son, hard. My dick would be mad. Ding, ding, ding was my dick. It wasn't even the bell for the round. Bro, Shorty. He just thrust his hips at the bell. I was just holding Shorty like that. I was like, you okay? Everything's going to be fine or whatever like that. Uh, She was like, what do you think happened with him? I was like, nah, he dead. He done. Oh, man. I also remember you were mad on the way coming home because there was a fat bitch at the show that clearly wanted to suck your dick. Yeah? And you had- I let her? Nah, you had a girl, but you were like- why can't I just let this bitch suck my dick? Like, what's up? Like, and then God final destinationed another girl yo. right into my way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, real talk. God had to kill another person yeah, I was like, so I, I could get my, did, my like, nightly dick sucked. I was supposed to get God the human. Uh, here you go. Son, if I just <laughs> got my dick sucked by that fat girl, you know they probably would have lived. <laughs> yo, yo, you kill somebody. God I gave gosh, you a skinnier. That's girl. your fault. I didn't need to go. You, you made me said, go. I didn't make you go. You did. You were like, you gotta be faithful. <laughs> and I was like, you pretty high and glamorous, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo. Oh I put on nobody God. else be faithful, fam. That was your decision. Yo, Zach, thank you so much for letting us call you, man. I appreciate yeah, your man. wisdom. No Any- problem, I respect guys. you, fam. No that shit impresses Yo, me. And if, it, if we can learn anything from Zach and Zach's way of life, I think, uh, and this has been consistent throughout your life, is, uh, you know, you got to make the best of whatever situation you are given. That's right. That's right. You can't, you can't cry, man. Absolutely not. Yo, so thank you so much, Zach. I appreciate you, my brother. You. Yeah, guys. Take care. Yes. God bless. Peace. Alright, um, guys, I think we're already over how long? We're already over. It's two. like two and a we're half, two, right? two. We, yo, This is what happens when you we got the family time. here. We, just, we <laughs> cooked today. Boy. I'm going to give this us is, some this credit. This is a hefty episode. I like this. Son. This feels good. All right. It feels like a 60. It really. Like a 60. It really. It really. <laughs> Look at the sound. I'm like, that's going to do 60. That's going to do 60. So, <laughs> so uh, anything that we should touch on before we get out of here? Uh Oh, I feel like I just saw something trending. Before. Here's what I'm going to bring up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Check, you look for news. Yeah. I'm going to bring up other stuff we we're going to talk about. Maybe we can just say 
save it for Wednesday. NBA stories. Doris Burke calling to Andrew Wiggins. Boogie is back. Lonzo is hurt. Uh, Mello with a capital L strikes again. Um, Bulls really going to get the first pick, man. They would decide to tank and get Mello. Cardi well, B in the Mello. Super Bowl. Uh, you brought up something, and then Pacquiao Broner, I want to get your thoughts. But anything we don't have time for, we can just get to Wednesday. I mean, they all, cut Mello already? I heard they were waiting. Not, well, they waited because today's technically a holiday, so it couldn't be official. Oh, I heard the they were waiting to see if there might be a trade. And I heard this this paragraph was very damning about everything you need to know about um, about Mello. The Los Angeles Lakers have an interest in Anthony, but have no plans to waive a player to create an available roster spot for him. He's you ain't got no better interest. better than your 15th best player. Fuck out of here, son. Nobody I'm not waving him. my... Fi- I don't know who the last player on the, Bull- on the Sorry. Lakers bench is. But they're not going to wave him for Melo. Carmelo Anthony is the fire fest of NBA players. <laughs> it's like, I the idea of it was great. Who's the guy start a fire fest? That's Melo. He's the Billy McFarlane. You're just, you're yeah. just stealing money from everybody. Real talk. And you just keep stealing and somehow getting away with it. Where are your jail sentence, Melo? Facts. You stole hundreds of millions of dollars Facts. from NBA owners. You know what's going to be the wild fucking justice right now? What? Melo's going to like... Have one huge playoff moment this year. I understand I'm how it's gonna, gonna affect the game from at home. It's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's gonna happen. Where are you going? It's yeah. gonna happen. Nobody wants him. The Rockets didn't want him. I'm telling you, it's, it's the Lakers all, don't want him. It's what all, playoff team? It is all nah, gonna be a perfect ending for this motherfucker. That's if the perfect. That's how much the bar has been lowered. The bar is so low. Here's the once, thing. once compared to LeBron, now his bar is you. the perfect ending for Melo is one huge playoff moment. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, that's sad. As he fuck. is. He's Robert Horry now. Like he's gonna come in. <laughs> nah, he, yeah, he's play not Robert Five Horry. minutes a game. He's not Robert Horry. He's Robert Horry. He's gonna he come just in. Gave himself away for money constantly. <laughs> He's going to come in with LeBron and the Lakers in a big game against the Warriors. He's going to hit a big shot. Brown don't want this much. I'm telling The Lakers happen. don't want to give up their 15th player on the roster for him. Man, that's apples and oranges, bro. How's apples and oranges? <laughs> apples, apples and oranges are both fruit and they're very similar. I don't like people when they say that. Like, they're most similar to more things. True, true. Uh, facts. Like, they're I both only, in a circle. I only say that both... when I'm out of ideas. Yeah. Like, apples and oranges, bro. Apples and oranges. Because nobody really explains that shit ever. But, no, nah, I think Melo has one more moment in him. And then he could go off in the sunset retire. What moment is that, really? He's going to hit a big shot. All he needs is one big shot and one big moment. Go like this. Oh shit! Give him a little fucking Western Conference Championship T-shirt, or whatever. That's a terrible. Bomb, he need to knock some sense into go. his own head, bro. That shit ain't working with his <laughs> nonsense. Hit yourself with the fingers. Oh, Listen, man. bro. The only thing that dropped today, which would have been a great topic, but it's already been proven uh, not to be true. What? Uh, Tiana Taylor and Amon Shumpert. Apparently, game over. No, apparently Tiana Taylor. And, um, well, it's not been. It's been proven. False now, but Tiana Taylor and Mon Shumper had a threesome with some lady who happens to be a porn star, and now that porn star is possibly pregnant by Mon Shumper. But it's fake. But it's been. But they do dead. fuck girls together. We already. They knew do that. fuck girls together. Yes. Yeah. But Tiana Taylor has been That's on Twitter cool. all day. Uh, you know. Denying the rumor, but it would have been a fantastic flavor. I love story. girls that like that. They, you know, like the parents that go, uh, you know, my kid's gonna drink. I might as well let them do it at home. Yeah, drink with like me. that's all that is. <laughs> cool mom. When you let, yeah, you just cool mom. That's all Tiana Taylor <laughs> that's is. That's your only cool hope wife. if you marry an athlete or a rapper. When rappers aren't faithful and we act surprised, I'm tired of it. Yeah. When NBA players aren't faithful and we act surprised, just work you out. dumb bitch. What you think was gonna happen? Just work Chloe? out a deal. You Chloe. Yeah. You with an NBA player. Yeah. What you think is gonna happen? Well, to be fair to Chloe, like. She wasn't even pissed. Oh, word? Like, we didn't hear no grievances about her, nothing. Like, well, we don't watch that show. I but they're, they're still grievances. together. 
Yeah. Like, she's not so pissed that it's over. And mm. she got the right to have it over because she got her own money. That's but when true. these chicks out here who got none of their own money and they're living a lifestyle and they're complaining about fidelity, it's Cole's like... definitely richer than Tristan Thompson. Way richer. Way Yeah, that's because she's ugly. That's what you got to do, bitch. <laughs> Hell that's yeah. how ugly you are. You richer than your man. Bro. Fucking gremlin looking ass bitch Get out of here Shrek Bro she really bad Scottish looking ass bitch Hey my mom's Scottish That was a Shrek reference Because Mike Myers character Oh fuck I didn't put that together I don't be watching cartoons I'm not a pedophile bro But it's all good Damn Me and Brady out here doing it bro Trying to be goats Me Brady and MJ Fuck man Why all the goats got some kids shit Mm. Yep. Maybe that's the superpower. Didn't you propose this on Flagrant? <laughs> I did. Well, Woody Allen? I Maybe did. that's the superpower. I did. Maybe Alex, the key to unlock your greatness. Now? Motherfucker. <laughs> the wow. key to unlock your greatness. Holy shit. Jerking off a kid. That's probably where the magic comes Wait from. a minute. Did R. Kelly start terrorizing the children of Chicago as soon as Jordan retired? Nah, this nah, way before. AJ right. <laughs> 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 number one was a long time ago. <laughs> maybe the first retirement. <laughs> uh, maybe the first retirement. There might have been a little window there. I believe but... I can fly on Space Jam. Oh, that's true. That would have been a hell of a cliffhanger for Patreon. <laughs> you could just leave it off that. Anyway, yo. Tune in Friday. We like, love y'all. Wait, wait. I just want to send a special shout out to my sister and brother-in-law. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uncle yeah. Alex. Beautiful. They beautiful had a boy. <laughs> they had a boy or girl? Boy. Yeah. Boy. They had a boy. Yeah. That's why I think her, uh, her, his brother-in-law's a good dude. I feel like if you treat women like shit, you get a daughter. And that's God's way of punishing you. Nah, he's a good dude. Now Great dude, man. And they did he well. The baby didn't look like an alien. And really? I usually nice. think all babies are ugly, but... This one was decent. How much did it weigh? do be ugly, though. Uh, I don't know. I think eight. <laughs> don't do something like that. Eight pounds. Eight. Yeah. yeah. That's eight a good solid yeah. size pound, man. It's very they true. cut it out of her or she had natural birth? She had the... Uh, damn. <laughs> she, they oh, cut it out of her. Cesarean yeah. section. Yeah, cesarean. That's normal. Yeah. That's fine. Damn, son. Well, well that's amazing. So, Alex is an uncle. Congrats Word. to you, my brother. Right. That is thank well you, done. No more baby um, shots for the foreseeable future. Say what? I said no more baby shots for the foreseeable yeah, future. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, tell her to chill on that. We got a lot of shit to be done. We got a lot of work to do. Um, I got some dates coming up that I want to tell you guys about, man. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be in Miami um, the 1st and the 2nd of February. So make sure you come check that yeah, out. I think I want to go. Yo, pull Perhaps up, I son. I, I, need, I need some sun, bro. 1st and 2nd <laughs> of February. I'm going to be at the Miami Improv, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, then we're going to be in uh, Akash. You coming with me to uh, the 14th of February. We'll be at the Rally North Carolina Improv. Then the 16th, we're going to be in Charlotte. I think, Kaz, if you're down there, you're going to be on stage as well. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, at the Comedy Zone, that's going to be the All-Star Weekend. I got a dope jacket for All-Star Weekend. I can't even ruin it, but I got a hot fucking... Alex, I got some fire, right? I got some heat. I actually got two, but I'm going to start it off nice, and then, whew, Saturday is going to be sexy. But, um... And then we back on the road to uh, San Diego, the 22nd and 23rd. Make sure you come check out American Comedy Co. Um, then we got Los Angeles, the 28th of February. That's going to be the last time I do the full view from the CIS. Then that March 3rd, that next Sunday, the Sunday following that. Oh, by the way, the LA show, we added another show. So we got two shows now. 
So y'all sold out the first one. We got another one. Make sure you buy the tickets for that. Let's sell out both them motherfuckers. Let people know how to ask our whole army rides out there in LA. Um, and that's the last time I'm going to be doing the full views from the CIS, man. I got some more dates after that. Minneapolis, Jacksonville, Orlando, Cleveland, uh, Austin, San Francisco. We're at a Denver date as well. But that 28th is the last time I'm doing full views from the CIS. Make sure you come check that. Um, all those days. Go get them tickets right fucking now and then all of March we're doing views from the CIS man every Sunday I'm dropping a new part two parts the first Sunday and then one part every Sunday after that for the month of March March views from the CIS we are doing it I'm gonna need y'all to share these videos watch these videos spread the fucking word let that shit grow like a plague I want it to feel like you know when you have an outbreak in one of the movies and they show the map that's just slowly taking over and what's gonna happen over the next 48 hours that's what I want it to feel like um, so thank y'all so much for fucking with what we do here any uh, dates for you guys that you wanna mention no we good we good for now bro uh, I'm gonna be missing a couple weeks of the podcast I am going to India on February 18th I got a cousin and one of my best friends getting married hmm. back to back and then we're doing shows the ABDCs are doing shows hey. uh, in Mumbai I'm gonna cop one of these hoodies um, and make sure to drop off a few more uh, February 28th March 2nd March 1st and 2nd so if you're in India bring the fake hoodies through dog I'm going to be honest, fake hoodies in India makes me feel like I made it more than real hoodies. In India. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. Kaz? Kaz, good. Are you guys doing Duce for All-Star Weekend or no? Can't announce anything yet, but when I can... You'll let us know. That's a yes. So (laughs) we'll see y'all. But yo, February 16th, we're going to be out there. But Miami, come fuck with us, man. Alex is coming with me literally for every single date. Uh, I think I might might fuck with y'all, man. Son. Dead ass. Come on. Come through. I need some sun, bro. It's so fucking cold. February 1st and 2nd. And I got to go to Portland the 3rd. And for all the... Oh, this weekend we're dropping the... uh, Yo, thank y'all so much for watching the dropping ins and sharing the dropping ins and watching the inside jokes shows and sharing the inside joke shows. Uh, We got a crazy one this week on Mike Feeney's joke is about why we should give kids guns. So make sure you check that on the YouTube. But uh, we're going to be doing a dropping in for every city we go to in February. Right. So it's going to be a crazy bill, but that's Miami. That's all star weekend. That's San Diego and definitely L.A. So we're going to be cooking up some very cool shit. Um, I can't wait to see y'all out there, man. It's always cool to feature you guys in these types of videos. So thank y'all so much for doing what we're doing. Don't get duped by the Billy McFarlane's of the world. Keep growing the army. You know, keep radically including yourself and other people in it. And uh, let's take the fuck over. This is Flagrant 2. Peace. <laughs>